Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. Cause it's been one of those days. We welcome you in and then show you the door. My ears are burning, you effing C. This is our country has been invaded cyberly. Old man Pardo wants to use the tweet box. Unleash the beast. Pardo, baby. That's the money. That's the future. Live on tape. It's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is never not funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, everybody, indeed. Yes, welcome into Never Not Funny, episode 2012, right? Is that what we settled on before? Yeah. We All right, I always ask that. I always use those same words, and I sure it annoys everybody to hell. Remember, uh, remember 2012 when the whole world ended? That was horrible. Is that the Cusack movie? It was. A, there was a movie of it. You're right, but that was a thing. Remember, everyone said that the like, the uh, Aztec calendar or something, yeah. or the Mayan calendar, said it, the world was going to end in 2012. Well, uh, it's, they're only five years they're, off. They're a little so, fair, a little bit off, a little bit. Of, this, the timer never goes there. Why would it go there? It's mm-hmm. not a doesn't need a coaster. This needs a coaster. Garen Cockerell. Now, Garen, I'm going to tell you something. First, you shake it up a little bit. Yeah, I can see that. It's spilling over the place. Where the fuck is that napkin? Wait, he opened it for you? I guess he opened it for me, but I need a napkin now if I could, Garen. It's, uh, it's spilling all over the place. I don't ever want to be robbed of the pleasure of opening my own can. I don't, I don't want to be robbed of shaking it. I don't <laughs> want to be robbed of opening it. But every time you ask, did you shake it, it implies that you wanted him to shake it. No, no, because remember the last time... Uh, uh, something happened once where uh, uh, there's something on the ground there that looks to be like a, a, a used um, condom. That's a receipt. Don't use that, Gary. Go, go. Gary spent more time in here looking underneath uh, placemats than, <laughs> and things that don't even exist in this room than he did to walk the four feet to the kitchen to get a, uh, a fresh blade. Yep. You know, I call uh, <laughs> uh, Yeah, napkins are blades. That goes, uh, well, uh, paper towels are blades. That goes uh, back to my uh, apartment on. Uh, when Pat Francis and I were roommates. Oh, so you didn't, I thought you misspoke. No, I said, so I could go, give me one, give me, give me one of those blades. <laughs> I misspoke then. <laughs> and ever since then, you call yeah. them blades. Thank you. Thank you, Garen. That's pretty great. I never yeah. heard that. I never yeah. heard you do that. Yeah, blade. So I think you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm not lying about is the fact that we just got back from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Oh, we, yeah, had a, we had a very nice live sold out afternoon program there. Yeah, super fun. What I do want to say, Matt, to the people that are listening is we do apologize to the uh, for the meet and greet being so speedy. And now this makes the third or fourth time I've had to apologize on the air for the meet and greet. Mm -hmm. You and I, uh, because of the way schedules work, we we get in and do the matinee and then we take the we plan on it. We take the last flight out. Mm -hmm. And it just so happens the last flight out is always right around 830, which means we have to race from the venue to the airport. Uh, And what that means for the meet and greet is this. If your number, and by the way, out of the 270 seats that that place filled, I want to say 260 waited in line to say hello to us. It felt like it, yeah. And so for the first 170, hey, good to meet you. Oh, yeah, interesting. Oh, great, great. Then you look at the line, holy shit, and and then you look at the watch, holy shit. Yeah. Then, so the people, and this is what, this is why I'm bringing this up. I feel horribly for the people that waited, because the meet and greet took over an hour, that waited an hour to say hello and they get the bums rush. Mm-hmm. They wait the longest and get the least amount of time. And I feel horribly about it. I really do. So you think we should start? Maybe the line forms, and then we run to the back of the we'll line the and start saying hello to everybody. We'll go and back work our way forward. Yeah, <laughs> actually, that would be uh, probably more helpful with uh, the merch and then the. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, I, I was also wondering, it didn't occur to me until as you were just saying all that, could we have started that show an hour earlier? That's not on us. I'm just wondering, like, was that a, was that on the table? I presented it. Okay, so in the future, we, I mean, we always ask, but like, I think that we could even say, look, we do these meet and greets, people like to... I presented it. <laughs> no. Because obviously we could have started the show at two, three. No, we two. could not. Not, not. I'm saying we, we could have. We could have. The yes. club didn't want to, but we could have. Yeah. I know that means they have to pay people more because those people roll right into the nighttime shows. That That's sh- right. The, the staff. So I understand it. But it's it's too bad. It is too bad. I think it's just time for people to stop uh, wanting to meet us. Nope. That's what it's all about. I think we should just uh, avoid the show and just uh, be like, <laughs> no more uh, show. when you'd meet a famous person at uh, World of Wheels when I was a kid and I'd get to meet the, the Dukes of Hazard. Right, right. Meet the Dukes of Hazard and you just wait in line. You walk up and say hello. They don't put on a show beforehand. Mm-hmm. And you still spend, or you go to those uh, Hollywood so- uh, what autograph shows. Gonna, what were they going to perform a scene from Hamlet? What would they do in a live setting that would have satisfied a crowd? The Dukes. You still, my point is, you still spend money, just like you do with those autograph things. But I'm saying, like, they had nothing. What, uh, Josh, they're both the musicians. They could do a song for you. Oh, they are? Sure. I didn't know them Duke, Duke boys sang. <laughs> they were on Broadway. The Duke boys? Not together. Oh, okay. But they both did, uh, I want to say, uh, John Schneider, did uh, Andy Get Your Gun, or was that Tom Opet? At any rate, they're both on Broadway. They both had singing careers. I want to say John Schneider was on MCA Records. Mm-hmm. And if not, it was Tom Opet. This, this conversation is reminding me that we uh, have to say... Uh, a fond farewell to Aaron Moran, who I think might be the first uh, 70s, 80s TV star who to pass away in the last 11 years that we didn't mention before. Uh, somebody mentioned it on uh, the social media that uh, it's amazing how little we do talk about happy days. Yeah. Considering it was such a big part of our childhoods. Yeah. Even mine. Uh, and I was, was it yours. I was eight years younger, but it was still in, in syndication all all the time, like every day. Hey. I'm, I'm talking Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, <laughs> happy day, Tuesday, Tuesday Wednesday, Wednesday, happy days. Thursday, Friday, right. happy days. The weekend Sat- comes. Oh, I was, there was, remember there were two different versions. There was Saturday, what a day, rock it all week with you. These happy days are yours. These happy days are yours and mine. Happy days. I just feel like they, like, why did they change the song but only slightly? That's just to mess with people? I can't answer that and I refuse to answer it. It's like the Berenstain Bears thing. <laughs> what is that? Uh, you know, you mentioned that today about or, uh, uh, to Cristela Alonso, uh, <laughs> and I didn't know. I didn't understand. That is weird, though. That the Golden Girls. I never. Book, I never saw a response to that. What was up with that? It says ABC, right? Why? That's is, that's that's making me insane. Was it the ABC? Let me ask you a couple questions. Okay. Research. What is happening? Okay, as Cristela Alonso tweeted a picture <laughs> of a of a. Thank you, Elliot. <laughs> You're right. You were. Exa- I was trying. Right? I was trying to jump in to say he was off on his horse. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but Cristela tweeted a picture of a Golden Girls coloring book that she says oh, wow. she. I think she got it at Target or something. Right. So Garen, uh, put that on your uh, to do list. <laughs> Go pick that up. And uh, but but the cover of the coloring book had a big ABC logo and it was like ABC the Golden Girls and I was like what the hell the Golden Girls was on NBC here's my thought I think the ABC while similar in logo is not the same logo that it's the coloring book companies Mm. Uh, always be coloring or something you know (laughs) (laughs) that's my Kevin Spacey's coloring book company Uh, always be no that would be Alec Baldwin Baldwin. sorry but you know what you were close to the movie and we recommend uh, you watch it again I was about to say Alec Baldwin he jumped in stepped all over my correct joke and he ruined it with an incorrect joke and I'm furious about it it doesn't sound like you're mad at all you're there in your short pant and high hair Uh, now listen 
Uh, Garen, look that up. Look and see if the Golden Girls uh, coloring book is uh, what company puts that out. It was a, That's the only explanation. It was one of those, like a selfie where it, it was a mirror image, yeah. so it was backwards, which made it harder to... But it looked just like the ABC I don't logo. disagree with you. I mean, it was... Spot on. Garrett, and when you're done looking that up, go find a scissor or something. You've got to cut this tag. It's like I saw shirt. that logo. I almost heard it. Like, oh, 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 oh. Like, that's how much it looked like the ABC logo. ABC might own it now, the show. What? Oh, there's a chance ABC owns it now, yeah. That's even more confusing. Because their production company was, uh, well, the distributor was Buena Vista Television, which I think was Disney. Yeah, I think you're right. Oh, that makes sense. And it's yeah. So it's ABC Studios, maybe so because yeah. So it was produced by Disney, yeah. And then Disney was Disney purchased ABC, yeah. Okay, and there is zero doubt that there's an ABC logo on there, and zero interest. <laughs> zeros are all over this story. Are you kidding yeah. me? They, I, I'm involved. We're all involved, and we're all zeros. <laughs> mm. They have to know how confusing that is, though. I don't think anybody else gives a shit. Anyway, the Berenstain Bears thing is that there are, you know, the book, the Berenstain Bears. Yeah, and, I, and by the way, I know we've talked about this yeah, we on this podcast. We did, yeah. But I don't remember. Garen, get some scissors and cut this <laughs> fucking tag out of my shirt. I like that shirt, by the way. I got this. This is the ACL, uh, ACLU, yeah. which, by the way, if you give them a nickel, you will get an email every 45 seconds asking you for more money. Mm-hmm. That's happened to me. Uh, Unsubscribe. Yeah. Uh, you know the book, The Bernstein Bears. It's spelled B-E-R-E-N-S-T-A-I-N. Okay. Everybody in the <laughs> you, world. You with me so far? No. Yeah, you got to get rid of those. They start scratching. Get as close as you can. You know what? Uh, maybe get my haircut while you're back there. You got the scissors and you're all set. You know, it couldn't hurt to trim that up. Um, oh, boy. Okay, is that going to be? Yeah, thank you, Garen. Oh, my God. Man. I want to point out that Garen was once a fan and now has just touched your neck. <laughs> <laughs> he once he once showed up stalker like at my house for a garage sale, and now is grooming. Yes, that is quite a that is quite a leap. That's a leap to go from stranger on the street to I trust you with blades behind my neck. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, goals. <laughs> <laughs> well, achieve. Go go back to your uh, your sad sack apartment. Uh, move aside your uh, scary DVDs and put a check on your schedule. And and, and, and whatever you just cut off. Oh do, you, oh, do you think he keeps that? And puts <laughs> of that course. Uh, puts it Why between a couple you? of pieces of uh, uh, right there what? in the. What's that? It's probably yeah, got put, some of your DNA. On. Yeah, put that right in your scrapbook, huh? Your number not buddy scrapbook. <laughs> put that right uh, in the uh, like in those old photo albums where it was uh, the. Uh, the paper that would then stick to it, mm-hmm. sort of thing. They're All right, so give me the bears. So, so there's there's many people for whatever reason in the world who who adamantly believe that it was Berenstein, S T E I N. I am one. Oh, you are? Yeah. Okay. I, re- I remember it being Berenstein. I don't. Kn- I never remember Berenstein. See, oh, it's stain. It's stain. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, and, so people, these people think that there was a like a rift in the space time continuum in 1987 or something, and. Uh, and in one reality, like, so there's two parallel realities. In one reality, it was called the Berenstein Bears. And in another reality, it's called the Berenstain Bears. I submit it's more likely that we all thought it was Berenstein because that's a more common name than Berenstain. Well, that's you, the reasonable answer. Let's go, uh, but let me throw this at you. Uh, is it possible that it's still pronounced that way? Well, it's not spelled that way. No, th- these people claim that, like, I, I remember the cover of the book. It's S-T-E-I-N. Oh, they're, cl- I see what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. Uh. It's, There's no evidence. I, no, no, no. That but would. It, it's just. 
And and for me, I, I, I am of Jewish descent, so I think Matt's theory holds, or yeah, Matt's theory holds that you know it, it's just you your, thought it was your it brain. Wasn't. Your brain converts it to something that makes sense because right. stain doesn't make sense. Do they ever pronounce the name in the uh, in the cartoon or anything? I don't remember seeing a cartoon as a kid. I don't think it was out as a as a television show as a kid. Just a book of some sort. Now those, yeah. the, that that young bear gets in some trouble, doesn't he? Sure. Yes, Garen, your thoughts. This. It has a name. This. Oh we, yeah, what's it called? We have done this. I know. Oh yeah, no, no, no. We are literally in a. Uh, we are. We are now in the loop. We're now in the, in the, the space time loop. It's bananas. I mean, and I, it's even it's so much as like Garen jumping in, going, "This has a yeah, name." Like this like, whole <laughs> thing has been done. You're having deja vu, but it's not actual deja vu. It's no, just that no, we're doing the exact happened. same conversation twice. Yeah, it's Groundhog Day. It's uh, yeah. Yeah, and you probably said that last time, too. <laughs> I would imagine this has got to be in 11 years, the ninth it, time this has come up. It's also it's it's akin to the, the Shazam uh, conundrum, yes. which we talked about also on the show. I hear this has a name. What's it called? The Mandela Effect. Right. That's right. And you go to there for lunch, right? The Mandela Farms? Yeah, they're great. Um, they use all organic uh, proteins. Is that what they do over there at the Mendocino? Uh, oh, yeah. They're very pro-farm. <laughs> uh, so, you know, who else is? <laughs> Blue Apron. I got those fisheries and oh, ranchers. sure, sure. Ranches and fisheries. Are they sponsored this week? Nope. Oh, okay. Well, they a little, a little free freebie. plug. You're welcome. Freebie. Uh, that made me laugh over the uh, uh, the idea that, uh, not laugh, it actually concerns me a little bit. This Bill O'Reilly may be getting a podcast. Oh, no. Uh, I know all the sponsors left him at Fox. I sure hope nobody, uh, nobody that sponsors us uh, yeah. jumps on board. Uh, because, I mean, make no mistake, he's going to get a lot of downloads. Yeah. Uh, and he is, of course, direct competition. <laughs> I'm not suggesting that he is. I'm oh. suggesting I don't want Mott and Bo advertising on his podcast, and oh. then I have to stop advertising Mott yeah. and Bo. No, that's a fair point. That's my point. But also, don't step on our We Love Trump bit. That's our bit. We did that yeah. first. Don't, uh, don't swoop in and think you can have that. Yeah, that's ours. That's our job. Like, we're not going to start doing the no spin zone, and you don't start saying Trump's the, gr- the greatest. <laughs> right? Um, you see John Oliver last night? I, I, I literally fell asleep. Oh, they I do was a, so tired. They do a nice goodbye to uh, to Bill O'Reilly. It's really funny. Very funny. I was so mm. frustrated because I watched Silicon Valley and Veep. And I but just then you did not see uh, Feud either, huh? No, I couldn't keep my lids open, man. <laughs> I, can, I can help you with that with a one-two punch. Oh, no, no, I can't. It'll that be would, the opposite. That'd be awesome. I'll probably close it up. Yeah. You'd have to get Mick to cut you. That's a Rocky reference. Mm-hmm. Bobby Balboa. That's right. Did you know his first name, Elliot? Did I know it was Bobby? Well, it's not Bobby. So, I, I guess Rocky is his nickname. Yeah. Here's the funny part about know. that. As, as, of, co- of course, Rocky is the nickname. Of course it is. It has to be. Oh, by the way, uh, us talking about this doesn't come out for another week and a half. So, right. uh, never mind. Yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. This is another Philadelphia episode that comes out next week or in two weeks, whenever. Oh, a week from Sunday, so week and a half. Uh, was it L? Yeah, it's L. So, yeah. we don't want to. No spoilers. Matt? I think it's fine to be spoiled. Uh, <laughs> the point is this, because I'm only going to say one sentence. It's ridiculous to think, of course, his name is not Rocky. It's like Tony but, or something, right? No, it's Robert. Okay. And, but then the problem is Rocky is a nickname mm-hmm. that gives him another nickname, the Italian stallion. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the, weird, that's the weird part to me. Like, Rocky wasn't enough. That's right. his nom de guerre. It's his fighting name. Like like an actor, oh, Garrett wasn't happy with any of that. <laughs> What's wrong with you? You guys can't handle a little French in your. Uh... Why was I involved? It did sound like Garrett. Look, at, oh, what did I say to you, Garrett, when you walked in with my uh, spilled soda? Uh, which none of that was true. It was just a dripping can, and it's uh, not soda. Uh, uh, it's full of lies. Yeah, I got a lot of I like going on. I'm, I'm, I'm the Donald Trump of podcasting. Uh, and by the way, as a reminder, I also beat Hillary in that election. Mm-hmm. It's true, right? That's as true as him saying it. Yeah. 
I, w- I won the popular vote. Is that any different than him saying it? It's not. Not really. Not Thank you, Elliot. Elliot knows he likes politics. He gets it more than you do. <laughs> and mathematics. What I was going to say to Garen Cockrell is I saw that black and white photograph of us from uh, the Now Hear This Festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, that nice uh, shot of the four of us. Mm-hmm. Garen has literally looks like a different person. He's lost so much weight in his face. Oh, yeah, yes. Oh. You really look good, Garen. Thank you. Uh, what are you doing differently? Are you eating more healthily? I think you <laughs> <Nope>. are. <laughs> no. There was a very small period of time when I was cooking at home and eating more vegetables but i've stopped because i just haven't gone to the grocery store yet so well you look like that you, helps you look thinner you look healthier that haircut still standing up as a uh, the best haircut you've ever had mm-hmm. uh i can't imagine the songstress that cut that for you <laughs> well now he has to be you know he has to go to a, a real job and he has to you know he has to present himself well with these new people who, you know, hold the fate of his employment in their hands. And so he's he's stepping it up a little bit. Well, I appreciate For you. For us, he doesn't give a shit. No. He just shows up, rolls out of bed, dirty T-shirt. But if I know anything about the music business, I know that he's probably in the best shape over there. Mm-hmm. Back in my days, they were all, you know, everybody was coked up, but yet uh, still had weight. Mm-hmm. And nobody was thin in the coke days at the record. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I'm, t- I'm thinking about three people specifically. I don't know why I'm b- generalizing the... Uh, yeah, it doesn't seem fair. Uh, but there were three people that I worked with that were uh, big cokeheads, and and uh, it did not help them shed the pounds. Um, Garen, I saw that you went and saw... A, did you see more than one movie over the weekend? I went to see uh, Colossal. Colossal? All right, because I keep calling it Colossus. Me too. That's the Mandela effect. Hmm. And then I also watched Anatomy of Jane. Uh, Autopsy of Jane. Well, you're having Doe. a tough time over there. Wow. Lost too much weight. Yeah. <laughs> you're <Boy>. lightheaded. <laughs> <laughs> Have some veggies. Uh, but I saw you wanted to see Free, Fall, uh, Free Fire. Yeah, I want to see that. I, I saw was, it. Is it good? I loved it. I don't know what that is. It gets a little redundant in the middle. It gets a little repetitive. Well, it's like a two hour gunfight, right? It It's an hour and a half gunfight, yeah. But it's uh, it was fun. I really enjoyed it. Free Fire. Is it, that's not the one where it's all first person, is it? That's Hardcore Henry. Thank you. Or Harry. Yeah, that's one that. of those H names. Yeah, it's Hardcore, uh, hardcore Harry and Henderson. Hardcore Harold. <laughs> hardcore Harry and Henderson. <laughs> hardcore Harold and Maude. The whole thing is from the point of view of a Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Well, I also saw Passengers. Ugh. And? I liked it. You did? Yeah. You're the first person. I just, uh, based on the uh, trailers. It was good. <laughs> Your thoughts? Haven't seen it? Don't care. Free Fire was fun. I feel like I need to see Arrival, which people did like before I ever see Passengers. Everybody did like Arrival, but boy, that uh, that trailer looked like shit, didn't it? It seemed like it was going to be one of the, kind of like a slow slow burner. It was good. If it was on the plane, I would have watched it. I, I, oh, it was on the plane. Oh, it was? Yeah. Oh, well, I'm glad then that I settled for uh, Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah, well, I don't know why you watched that. You know why? Because enough people told me it was good. Oh, no, I never asked you what you thought of it. It was horrible. <laughs> it was, it was, it was, it's, and it's two hours and 15 minutes. Yeah. And you know what you see in the trailer about this guy, this Seventh-day Adventist, as yeah. he says, uh, who won't carry a gun, mm-hmm. and then he's got to fight to still serve but not carry a gun? Mm-hmm. You know how you see that in the trailer? Yeah. And then you see him, how he's honored at the end yeah. for having saved so many lives. Right. That's the Watch whole that for two hours and 15 minutes. Wow. Like, it it's did lit- seem like that was, yeah, it seemed like it was all out there. No, the, the, Andrew Garfield did a great job. Mm-hmm. Good acting. But, yeah. but who cares? I was watching a documentary series on the plane. What were you doing? While you were watching that. Wait, you're watching, what you were watching? Yeah, I was watching a documentary series. Hey, I'm 
I think a listener suggested this. I forget the listener. I apologize for not remembering your name, but a listener, I think, suggested that we check out uh, Five Came Back, which is the new, it's like a five-part series on Netflix about uh, Hollywood directors uh, who, these five directors, five big directors, um, see if I can name them all, uh, Frank Capra, William Wyler, John Ford, John Huston, and George Wallace. No, George Stevens. Sorry. George Wallace is a, a racist governor. Um, and a terrific comedian. Yeah. yeah depending exactly. on which one you like. It's true. Um, <laughs> uh, who all, the, all, all these Hollywood directors who, who went to war in, mm. during World War II and, and, and uh, donated their time and, and their talents to the war effort and uh, how that affected them. Anyway, I'm just I'm not even one hour into it. But uh, but it turned out I forget which one of the directors made a movie that's basically the same premise called Sergeant York. Uh, but the funny thing is, it's, I've never seen this movie, but just from the clips, it's like, hey, there's this guy who who refuses to fight and then he goes to war. But in that in, the, in that version, he goes to war and becomes like a super soldier and takes out a whole gun nest with like, oh, really? one rifle. So he doesn't keep up his like pacifism. He like picks up a gun and, and blows the shit out of some Nazis, which I'm like, yeah, now that's a movie. Yeah, yeah. Like a guy who's like, I won't do it. I won't do it. Fuck this. And just like destroys everybody like that to me. Is, well, that's Sergeant York. He's a lot more entertaining. And a lot more in keeping with like the Hollywood tradition of like, well, we got to have some action. We well, there's plenty of action. Well, I know this dude. I don't like, even, He's carrying dudes on his shoulders. I'll right say now. this about whenever there's a. Uh, I feel the same way about war scenes, mm-hmm. battle scenes, and football scenes and basketball scenes. How do you shoot that? Like, how is a director? <laughs> right. Do you shoot exactly where the guy's foot has to go there so that his head rolls onto the foot? Yeah. Or in a basketball scene, okay, now you're going to pick here. That is going to be a layup. Like, how do you? It I fascinates me. I always think that, especially with basketball. It seems so like, and I guess like I, you know, they clearly they do a lot of coverage so that you have plenty of angles to work with. But it always does seem like impossibly complicated well, to choreograph to do- it. Take two, you know what I mean? <laughs> right, like, right. okay, guys, let's go again. Yeah. What? Yeah. Uh, but so there's a lot. In fact, there's too much mm-hmm. action in this movie, um, and uh, it's fine. But it's it's just it's 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 long. Yeah. Uh, but his acting is very very good. That uh, Andrew Garfield, oh, that good. young man, was he? That was nominated for the Academy Award. Skinny long neck. That guy kind of distracts he, me. He does. They call him String Bean. I believe in this. <laughs> well, that makes sense. Uh, but uh, yeah, there were some Academy Award nominations. I don't know if he did. Did he get one? Well, he's really the only thing that deserved it. The movie itself it, is. Well, the movie, the movie got a Best Picture nomination. Didn't deserve didn't it. It? Yeah, Doesn't deserve that. Crazy. No, ridiculous. Uh, uh, Jimmy, I'm going to get beaten up online if I don't tell the story that we've teased for two episodes in a row. Nope. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm talking Please about. Let me get this off. I'm talking, my about, chest. I'm talking about what I saw on the the, the airplane. Right. Okay. What else did you see? Well, not now. <laughs> That's all I watched, and then. Uh, but didn't that flight back from Philly seem to just go Endless. on and on? That's what happens. I've been dealing with this, with this for 20 years because, you know, when I visit home, flying to the East Coast, you get the wind at your back and it go. it's like literally it takes an hour longer to go yeah. west than it goes. And so and also if you're going home, you just want to get home. And so it's like psychologically worse, too. You're just like, God, how are we not there yet? Now, that's it. We were lucky enough to get bumped up to first class. We yeah. sat very comfortably. Yes, we did. Uh, thank God, because we were if we were in those two seats. Seats we had going to Philly, coming home. Yeah. Oh my God. The exit row, like penalty. We were in the penalty box, basically. <laughs> I've, like- I've never been in a more narrow seat, and yeah. I've been traveling on airplanes my entire life, and consistently, minimum once a month. 
I, I feel like I deserve more for a penalty box. That's the perfect description. I of was already seats. moving. On. I was already moving on. I was already uh, hashtag penalty box, guys. <laughs> Let's get this going. It was if you're, uh, on, if you're on an airplane, if you're listening to this on an airplane, if you're sitting in the exit row that only has two seats instead of three, that's the penalty box. Take a picture. Hashtag that, penalty box. <laughs> that's a, the, only, the only good thing about that was it was two seats instead of right. three. Right. Yeah, if you had somebody next to you, and we had crazy legroom because of that, but the seats were like uh, prisons. They were ultra narrow. Like yeah. you couldn't even like. This is wider than our seat yeah, was. Obviously. Like I couldn't get both arms right. in there. Yeah, and like, and I hadn't. Well, you had the aisle, I had the window, but there was just nothing there. So I felt like, well, you should take the middle. You should take the armrest because I'm over here. I can. You should this. know, by the way, that never happened. I know. I couldn't help it. I couldn't. I know you because I didn't have any room. There was I, nowhere for my elbow to go. I, I'm not. And listen, I'm not. Usually, I get mad if that happened. I couldn't get mad. We had nowhere to go. I mean, like I kept every time I caught myself, I was like, oh, my elbow's on there. I told him I wouldn't. I wouldn't take it. But like I couldn't. You had nowhere else to go. <laughs> you were Richard Gere, an officer and a gentleman. That's right. Not a, not a military movie talk today. Uh, hi, hi, Captain. Uh, Vince Vaughn was good. <laughs> Not really uh, military. In, uh, Hawk Sh- uh, Shank Ridge. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So you and I were traveling. We go up to Seattle. This, is, uh, this story is now two to three weeks old. but And barely interesting when it happened. Barely worth going back to. But the, the gist of the story, I'm going to do it as quickly as possible. The gist of the story was I was just having one of those days where like, I tried to park in this lot that said they said they had a a charging space for my car and then it turned out to be an inductive paddle charger from 1996 from like back when only ed begley jr could have used it what what does it even look like it looks like a ping pong paddle and it's i've seen those i guess it's like it's like circular and like it looks like a disc yeah so like i guess it slid into a slot somewhere well that'd be cool and I was like, why do you, why do you even have this? Like, nobody can use this anymore. So that, more importantly, why is it listed on your app? It wasn't in the app. I, I, I Googled, like, like charging, parking, like Burbank Airport parking lot EV charging. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I tried and, to. And, and as a reminder, you live a block from the Burbank Airport. <laughs> right. I could have charged at home and walked to the airport. Yes. That's, in, yes. in the same amount of time. So, uh, so I tried to leave and they were like, the woman was like, no, you can't leave. There's no grace period. And I was like, really? I just pulled in and I pulled right out. I'm, you I'm, pulled in, saw that the charger was wrong and pulled and went to pull out. Right. No more than five she, minutes. She was like, no grace period. And what's it cost? Well, they wanted to charge me $9 to pull in. And whoa, out. whoa, whoa. And I was just whoa, like, no. Whoa. Yeah. They were charging me for the whole day. That's why. Like if it had been two or $3, I'd have been like, fine. Just, like I'm out of here. But $9 to pull in and pull out. I'm like, no, no way. way. So, three, three bucks. Yeah, you just eat it. Let's go. Yeah, you you, you uh, weird out that motherfucker and eat it. <laughs> but uh, but I, I but so then the woman already said, said you weird out that motherfucker. That's what he said. Uh, you eat it. But this lady wouldn't give. Come it. on, get her lunch break. Enjoy his jokes more. And then she was like, uh, "I'll get you my supervisor." And I thought a person was going to come over, but instead she picked up like a 1970s bat phone and like was like ba 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 and like was trying to like conference me in. And she was like, "Do you hear what she said?" And I was like. No, but I assume she said no grace period because that's what you're telling me. <laughs> and then and then I was like, well, then just give me my ticket back because I already given her my ticket. I was like, give me my ticket back. I'll park here. If I have to pay for it, I'll park here. And then and then became, then it turned into what can only be described as a Harold Lloyd physical comedy bit from 1926 <laughs> of her trying to get the ticket out of this machine. And she was freaking out about it. I was like, just give, go get me a new ticket. I don't care about that ticket. Just punch out a new ticket. And she was like, I can't get it. I can't get it. Like, <laughs> like, and she was like climbing on top of the machine like on a like she she got up on a thing and like reached over to the back and i was just like just at that point i was like i'm gonna break through the gate and go like you're, you're gonna run the gate <laughs> well because that's my story uh, what? Remember, with all when, when the woman oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, go, I go you're gonna 
let me go or I'm going to run this gate. <laughs> right. I honestly, like, it, it was tempting, but... Or just but go... But do you want... No, I'm going I'm to agree with you. Yeah. Like, even when I said to Oliver, if you don't get what you want, you threaten to run the gate. That's, of course, mm-hmm. the, the quote. But <laughs> you know the second you run that gate, first of all, it'd be the most satisfying thing in the world. Yeah. Followed up by the cops getting you, and, the, and, and you're an asshole. And I don't get that. I don't even catch my flight. I'm, I have to get bailed out of jail. It all, you're going to jail. Yeah. You're, you have to pay for the repair. You right. vandalize. Like, everything's wrong. But imagine the one sec. What is happening with the door opening? Oh, you- Garen, you go out there, and you welcome our guest. Wow. She broke in. She, she ran our gate. <laughs> you don't run the gate, Skinner. <laughs> you do not run the gate. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, anyway, she finally got the ticket. Uh, out. We got our guest is here. Um, hello. <laughs> right, Eliza, welcome in. She's wearing a Pearl Drums t-shirt. Now, mm-hmm. as we learned from yeah. our friend Brad Gage, uh, uh, he may or may not use those drums. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you didn't learn anything. I forgot. <laughs> I know that 20th Action does not use Pearl. Right. He, he uses he drum, drum Warehouse. Drum Warehouse, yeah. yeah. Uh, My so, dad played uh, Ludwig's growing okay. up. Got mm-hmm. it. Make sure you write this down, Eliza. <laughs> going to be quizzed on that later. <laughs> Eliza, do you drum? Uh, I, I do. Uh, I I do. All right, there we go. We'll talk more about it in this moment. <laughs> Liza Skinner's here. She's going to be to talk about drums and uh, drummers uh, exclusively. Anyway, I, th- this isn't the, the whole point of the story. That was just, so I got my ticket no, back. that's how your day started. That's how my day started. I got, I got my ticket back and parked. And then the rest of the day was just like that all day. And there was a lot of examples I don't even remember anymore. One of them was when we were eating oh. lunch and I ordered <laughs> a salad and I said, no olives. And then they, it came and it had olives. And it was like one of those days where it, it had like, like, yeah, like extra like, olives. Like a lot of olives. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. It was like, it might have been called the olive salad. And then uh, when we uh, checked into the hotel, mm-hmm. uh, it had that where you have to put your key to the... The, right. the disc to activate there, there's a big floors. there's a big sign above the buttons for the elevator that says uh put key card on thing to press your button so with what, an arrow so what does matt belknap do i put my card on the sign <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it's not working it's not working work. and, and then if i may getting a little mad at it <laughs> and like, then, and it's 100 percent your fault and then a stranger i think walked in and was like just completely <laughs> idiot yeah ir- irritated and just did it the right way so then it was so funny watching so, you so that doing was, it on the side so we laughed about that and a then so man. for the rest of the day every time we were in the elevator i would do it like that just to make jimmy laugh and then uh so the day went on we had the show we we had a late dinner afterwards the dinner in keeping with the day it took us like 45 minutes to get seated oh, and, and to get our food and yes. like at, at mid like it was midnight and this was the only place that was open and they like made us wait like assholes we gotta get a table ready for you and then it, yeah and then there's took, nobody here right and, and then it just took a ridiculous amount. so we were but like there were a lot there was there was the the, the parking there was you yeah. not knowing how to use an elevator mm-hmm. there was and then between elevator and then us not being seated properly there were other things that that happened to you yes the olives yeah, yeah. but there, like everything kind of yeah, going wrong like i said Day. I don't even remember the. There was like I feel like there were co- a couple more in Many the middle more. there. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. The point is everything. It was like one of those days, and, so then, <laughs> and we finally get our dinner at twelve thirty or one or whatever. We eat. We're like going back to, to our, our respective rooms, and we get in the elevator. And again, just to make Jimmy laugh. Wait, but first, yeah, first you you were as we were walking back, you were. Um, Running down all of the things that had gone wrong, like you. <laughs> I forgot about that's that. very important to the story. Yeah, yeah. I was saying like, so this went wrong. Let's see, like, let's just take, let's recap the day. Here yes. are all the things that were, you know, whatever. 
So we get in the elevator. I, for humor, again, wave my card around like an idiot around to like, hey, I don't know where to put my card to make this button work. And it, it gets caught and does a flip. Loses, I lose control of it and it flip flops and falls into the crevice between the elevator and the floor. Yes. Lost forever. <laughs> my, my hotel room key down. To which Matt Belknap says, and please, I hope to God you could remember exactly what you said. I, I have no clue what I said. I wasn't even done listing off my injustices, and that happens. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. The injustices of the day. I wasn't even done listing off my injustices of the day, and that happens. Yeah. And then the doors literally close as I see you, Charlie Brown, walk away. I just had to Charlie Brown to the front desk. Yep. At which point, there were somehow at 1 o'clock right. in the morning, there were three people checking in, standing, so I had to wait 10 minutes so not even to get my key. It went smoothly. Yeah. Love it. Uh, all right. There we go. There's that story that we've been uh, promising. And you know what? I'm going to tell you something. Worth the wait. Boom. Worth the wait. <laughs> if, if I had told it the first time I tried to tell it, I might have remembered more of those. Uh, more fun uh, this More end. fun to hear you. Uh, you know what? It goes right along with that day. Yeah. F- you fumbling around. around. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Eliza Skinner is here. We're thrilled that she's with us. She's taking time away from doing whatever rap battle she has planned for this hour. <laughs> She's rap battling every 45 seconds. I got to read a tweet about her bringing rap battle to various cities and towns and dojos. Mm. Uh, we also have to open up a piece of mail. We'll do that with Eliza because maybe, maybe there's something in there for all of us to enjoy. It's heavy enough. There might it, be. Yeah, I mean, there's got to be a lot of stuff well, there, or one. Heavy at least thing. some packing peanut to give her. <laughs> yeah, sure. Right. Nice souvenir. Fingers crossed says skin skin. I'm going to call you skin skin. You comfortable with that? Huh. Yeah. I'm, Boy, I love the hair, by the way. Right, it's got a little color in that. I like it's a little too. Little purple. Is that in honor of the uh, Purple King, his uh, anniversary of his death? No. All right, there we go. That's Eliza Skinner and her one-word answers. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, hey, check this out, Matt Belknap. What up? Spring and summer means a lot of outdoor weddings, doesn't it? Oh, that's true. Uh, there are some fun ways to celebrate with friends and family, but oftentimes they call for pretty fancy garb, don't they? Yeah, I don't. You know, that necessarily. That could be a hassle. Like I like I I'm not I don't get invited to enough weddings to like own my own tuxedo that'd be ridiculous. Uh, well, luckily Generation Tux offers retail quality suit and tuxedo rentals at just one hundred twenty nine dollars. That seems reasonable. Everything gets delivered right to your doorstep. There's no store to visit. Uh, simply choose your look and enter measurements online, and then your suit will arrive ready to wear ten to fourteen days before your event, allowing plenty of time for alterations if you need it. Oh, cool! Boy, do I like that! Yeah, smart. measure yourself at home with Generation Tux's simple, simple Generation Tux's simple tutorials, tutorials, and they're going to take care of the rest. Hundreds of color and style combos, including an array of accessories. You're sure to find the look that is right for you. Now. If you need any help, Generation Tux's world-class customer service group is ready to answer any of your questions via phone, chat, or email. I like the idea of this. I mean, I like it a lot better than going to a place and renting it. Like, I'd never trust that system. Like, I don't want to step foot in a a Tux rental store. That makes me uncomfortable. Why does that make you uncomfortable? I don't know. Other than the fact that we're uh, building up this thing to do it online. Why, why does that make the, you? Well, the online is just more convenient. And I, 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 I don't know. I just feel like if they're if they're doing this at volume, then they're going to have better stuff and it's going to be nice and they're going to do it the right way because it's like a, this is a major undertaking. Where they get me, Matt, in that, to build on what you just said, is retail quality. Yeah, exactly. It's not a. Yeah, you're not getting like a the, retread. The thing that your uncle wore to his prom in 1978. Well, here's if you're looking for the perfect uh, look for your big event, go to generationtux.com. Generationtux.com. Save 20% on a complete look that includes a suit or a tux, shirt, vest, or cummerbund, and shoes by entering the code PARDO at checkout. That is generationtux.com. 
Offer code Pardo. Now, there are terms and conditions, of course, right? Let's not play games. All of that is going to be uh, uh, right there on the website. The discount expires on the uh, December 31st at midnight. Well, I guess that rules out New Year's Eve. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you uh, plan to pack it in early that night. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, you can't do when Harry met Sally at this, baby. This is... Uh, well, no, maybe not. Maybe you can return it after New Year's. Well, yeah, the deal. You get the deal when you rent it. So, yeah. I get it 10 to 14 days in advance. Boom. Which is plenty of time, even during the holidays, for alterations. I love the idea of this. Generation Tux. A better way to tux. Matt Belknap. What's up, man? We are being brought to you by another brand new sponsor, Bombfell. I'm wearing a shirt from them right now. This is a Conspiracy of Thieves polo that I got from them that fits amazingly great and uh and i love this soft feel feel how soft i'd like to feel it boy that is nice it's real nice and soft and uh yeah uh you know they they hooked us up obviously and uh, i loved every single thing i got from these guys what you do on this because we could speak to uh what you do is you go to their website this bombfell.com b-o-m-b-f-e-l.com you slash part of that's gonna get you 25 bucks off your uh, first purchase but you look on there, they kind of give you a, a stylist, but you look on there, you, do you want casual? Do you want a, a nighttime casual, daytime right. casual? Do you want business attire? Yeah, they kind of ask you a few simple questions to figure out what you're looking to do. Are you trying to upgrade your look? Are you trying to uh, just get ready for summer? Are you, you know, get a new job maybe? I don't know. Just like just trying to figure out what you need that, you, that you're lacking in your wardrobe. They also ask for your measurements. Yes. And I will say this, when my Bombfell package arrived... Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and then they send you pictures of like, hey, do you approve this? Do you want right. this? Right. You can say no. You can say, you know, try again. Uh, Which I did once because yeah, uh, so did I actually yeah. it, it kind of two things were great. One missed. And yeah. I didn't. I I screwed up. Uh, I said no to all of it where I should have said, yeah, who cares? <laughs> it, it's it's easier than I made it. Right. Um, but and, it's and, nice that you can do that. Like they said, how about these cargo shorts? I was like, you know, I'm not really into cargo shorts, even though apparently they're OK again. Like, I think there were for a while. It was like, no, don't wear cargo shorts. Yeah, That's I lame. still kind of feel that way. But these were cool ones. Like they, they weren't like the giant pocket, like gap cargos. But like, it. but but I still was like, yeah, I'm not, I don't know. And then they so they were like, how about these shorts? I was like, I love, and then I got the one, the replacement ones. And they're amazing. They're my favorite shorts now. My package arrived uh, just the other day. <laughs> and uh my sport coat, which you saw me wear. I did. Fits me like no jacket I've ever owned. It's crazy how great this thing fits. The polo shirt that fit me like nothing I've ever owned. Yeah. And uh, then I have a long sleeve shirt that also fit. I mean, it's like. I know. They, three it's out of bonkers. three things they nailed. Right. And they look beautiful on me. Yeah. Bombfell. These guys know how to do it. And then they follow up. The, your stylist follows up. Hey, did you like your stuff? And, right. And it's a it's a variety of brands. It's not just like they're not a clothes brand, clothing brand. That's exactly right. So like uh, I got a penguin uh, button up short sleeve, which I, which I love oh. from them. Uh, like I said, this is Conspiracy of Thieves, which I'd never heard of before. And I never would have gone out of my way to look for it. But now I know I like this company. I will tell you, Bombfell is an online personalized styling service for men that helps you find the right clothes for you. Basically, what Matt and I just said, I'm just trying to get a crisper for you. Uh, you complete a simple questionnaire, and then you're matched with a dedicated personal stylist who handpicks pieces from brands and designers all around the world. Once you've viewed your selections, you have 48 hours to make any changes or even cancel altogether. You're in total control. No hidden fees, no gotchas. You pay for only what you keep, and there's no charge to send returns back. Plus, you can reschedule or ship, uh, skip shipments anytime. It's the most simple, straightforward service around. Bombfeld is on your side. They don't make money if you don't find something you want to keep. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like they, you get the stuff, and then like 
even though you've had that chance to like say yes or no, like on the website, when it comes to you, you can also then be like, I don't like any of the stuff. And the labels are right there. You send it right back. No charge. It is. Uh, it could not be easier. We partnered with Bombfell. You could, as I mentioned before, you get uh, 25 bucks off your first purchase. When you go to bombfell.com slash Pardo, B-O-M-B-F-E-L-L.com slash Pardo, you get 25 bucks off your first purchase. It's worth it. Honest to God, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, it's kind of des- I think I got the sense doing it that it's kind of designed for people who are a little bit like lost as to or not not exclusively. But one of the things that's good at is like if you're someone who doesn't really know what to buy for themselves or you don't like shopping or, you know, you're sort of like uh, maybe fashion impaired, I guess, uh, then they kind of take that that role for you and, and f- fit you with the stuff that they think would be good. feel that shirt again. Yeah. Get in on that. I'd like to happy to do it. Boy, oh, boy. A company of thieves. <laughs> Conspiracy of these. I think that's. If I'm, I'm sorry if I'm getting there. Show now. me the label. Right. Show me the label. There's only one who figured this out. Uh, show it to me over here. I'm trying. I, well, I'm back. You gotta move your dead. head. You gotta move your head. Well, you're now you're blocking. What do you mean? Well, stop moving. You do it. Uh, <laughs> wait, what did you think it was? I thought it was conspiracy of dunces. <laughs> what did you think it was? Conspiracy of thieves. Uh, what did I say? Company. Yeah. Uh, dependency. Dependency. That's still no, wrong. that cannot be That's right. Still wrong. <laughs> That's still wrong. Democracy, maybe. Uh, descendant. Descendant of thieves. Descendant of thieves. All right. I apologize to the descendant of thieves company for mucking their name up fourteen times. Well, it's a, it's a great look at shirt. Doesn't matter what their name is. It feels wonderful. Bombfell.com slash Pardo gets twenty five uh, bucks off. Do it. Uh, Bombfell. A better way to dress. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Uh, episode 2012. Is that what, mm-hmm. where we're at here? Uh, I'm rattled. I'm very rattled by what's happening here today. <laughs> Liza Skinner's walked in. We're glad that she's here. Purple hair and all. Uh, that sounded like a negative, but I love it. Mm. Thank you. Thanks. I don't like that character. Mm, but, uh, this is just me. No, no it's not. <laughs> yeah. It's not you at all. This is what you like. This no. is your favorite type of person. <laughs> Hang on. I'm back on board. <laughs> I do like her. I, I do like somebody telling me what I like that way. <laughs> mm-hmm. You like this and chop nuts in your Sundays. <laughs> Mm, boy, mm-hmm. it turns out I don't like either of those. <laughs> Matt and I had Sundays on the airplane, and uh, we uh, said no nuts. Mm-mm, no, that's not what you like. <laughs> <laughs> How was your Sunday, by the way? Delicious. True or false, you wanted to ask for a second one. I didn't, but it oh, was did. amazing. I wanted a second one. Well, are we talking hot fudge? Oh, I got the butterscotch. Ooh, and I got but was it, a, was it a warm butterscotch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell me it was not a warm strawberry. It, I, you know what? It what? No, it wasn't. Good. Yeah, but, that would have been disgusting. Second, yeah, that would be gross. But it was like a. It was more of a syrup than I expected. I thought it was mm. just going to be strawberries, but it was like a strawberry syrup. No, it's a, a Sunday topic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is like I don't scotch. What a choice, man! <laughs> Love it. Strong. Great. Choice. Love it. Great. It was delicious. Big fan. I should have had that. I should have had another Sunday instead of the nine bags of popcorn that I had. <laughs> that flight wouldn't fucking end. Do you think they would have given you a second Sunday? I think if I went up and I said uh, I'd like a second Sunday, I think they would have said yeah. That's what I would have said. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> that story was going to go longer. Than I realized we had we, a shit about your dessert. <laughs> I, but no, I'm because I so one person does, and they have a whole blog about it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Well, then uh, contact me directly. I'll tell you more about it. I, I think. Uh, uh, like I felt, I feel like a rube when I'm in first class because I never get to first class unless I, I'm with Jimmy and we get bumped up from his all his points or whatever. And so everything, happy to do it. everything they offer, I'm like, yes, like, oh, you want yeah. this? Yes, you want For this? Sure. Yeah. And so at, at one point, the woman was like, got something of a sweet tooth, huh? Because like <laughs> it was literally like whatever it was. You're I was supposed like, to say no to some of this, <laughs> right? <laughs> but you see, I don't, I always expect that's the last thing they're going to offer me, and I'm like, I I'm hungry, but like I don't want to miss out, you know. So, but I guess by the 
sixth thing, I could be like, you know what? I am full. I don't need this anymore. But that oh, yeah. fight was, it was almost as if we were. Uh, Where were you coming though, from? Uh, Philly. Oh, yeah. But it took forever. That's a 14 hour flight. <laughs> 14 hours. We went the, the long way around. <laughs> I was starving. Every time I got up to get something more to eat, it was almost like another. We went back another hour in time. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, well. So you, you were doing it. Stop doing it. Don't keep getting up and getting food How about for them. You mind your business if I'm hungry or not. That's fair. That's fair. You I'm put just, me in my place. <laughs> that's right. You're welcome. And we even we shared a, a cheesesteak. Uh, in the oh, in the end, did you eat, oh, eat towards the middle? Yeah. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah, we laid in the trampton. Yep. Yeah. I uh, I will say this: that uh, cheesesteak that we had got in the way. Like, it, that, it was so unsatisfying and horrible. That I had to eat more to forget that I had that half a sandwich. Well, here's what happened. Like, we're in the Philly Arbor. I felt like we were in Philadelphia. We have to have a cheesesteak. That's, sure, yeah. that's the I kind of asshole I am. this way. It's specifically from the airport. <laughs> An airport cheesesteak. It's the only way it's to go. known for their, <laughs> their fine, high-quality foods. It was a name brand. Oh. It was, a name. It was like a chain that I, that people rave about. I forget. Is it Geno's? I don't Hardee's? know. Hardee's? <laughs> 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 it was Hardee's. Oddly enough, Jimmy two bites in went, I've had Hardee's sandwiches better than this cheesesteak. Mm. Think about that. Mm. Yeah. Nope. But here's what happened. Simpatico. I, <laughs> so I was going to get one. He he said he had no interest. I only wanted half of one. But I but then you you appeared like a phantom over my shoulder. Like I went to get it after you said no thank you and I, I went to buy one and then he was like, "You know what? Maybe I will have that." And I was like, "Oh god, Jimmy's here." I, I panicked that we weren't going to get food on the plane. But here's what happened. Well, oh, boy, were you wrong. <laughs> I, I really was. The thing. In They're first still class. giving me food. Of course in first it class. It was a nine o'clock at night flight. I didn't know right. they were going to give us full meal plus dessert. Oh right. yeah, no, they do that. Mm. They go all out. Yeah. I don't usually fly at that hour. I'm flying like a businessman. I, what I find weird is when you fly those early morning flights and you're in first class and people can't say no to the booze because it's free. Right. But then they don't get good booze. So they'll be like, what? Nine o'clock? Yeah, I want a, a, a high life. <laughs> Give me some of those. Do you guys have Pabst? Perfect. <laughs> Put it on this fancy tray. <laughs> that does make me uncomfortable to see people morning drinking on airplanes. But if you're going to morning drink, like, pretend to be classy about right. it. Right. And by the way, classy is not a Bloody Mary because uh, you're just a cliched white piece of trash. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll That's... just think of Bloody Mary. Can you put a shot in the soup for me? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I really do only. I feel like I only have ever seen Bloody Marys on airplanes in my entire life. Like I never, I've never seen someone drink uh, one outside of an airplane. Do you know about brunch? <laughs> oh, no, the character's back. No, if you go to brunch, people get that uh, a lot. And sometimes it gets garnished with other foods. So you can get it garnished with like celery for sure or like pickle for sure. But sometimes like a whole hamburger or a stack of pancakes. In the drink? In the drinks. <laughs> oh, God. Pass. Oh, I, do, I feel no, like you it's... like it. Oh, it's one oh, of your favorite oh, things. Okay. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you, character, who I want to have a name uh, soon. Uh, we'll see. Give that character a name eventually. Mm, I'm not sure if you actually would like that. Once you figure well, out you know if what you would I like, like it, so. I know. So, uh, so right, yeah. But then once Jimmy got involved in the sandwich, he goes... So I, I always feel like you, you get it the way the locals want it. They always put cheese whiz on. Uh, I don't want features. cheese whiz. So he goes, he, he inserts himself into my sandwich and then he goes, <laughs> puts his fingers over the whiz. So he's like, what they say? What kind of cheese do you want? He goes, boom. He puts his fingers over the sign saying, but none of that. But if you had said I wanted the local, I would have said, okay. No, but here, but my only point is I was with you once you did that. I was like, yeah, I, I like provolone better too, but it was so bland. I think that's the problem. Everyone gets mm-hmm. it with the whiz and the whiz gives it the taste. Nobody beats the whiz. Yeah. Boom. That's the slogan. That's <laughs> the phrase that pays. <laughs> so I almost I almost wanted to go back and be like, can I just get like a cup of that cheese? You should have you should have done that. Ooh. Right I bet if you'd asked on the plane they would have done it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can I retroactively have some cheese whiz for the sandwich I've already digested? And by law I have to quote this. You got my cheese whiz, boy. 
Have anybody named the movie? Can you name the movie? It's only come up a thousand times on the show. Oh, it has? Uh, not today's. Say it again. Sling Blade? Uh, nope. But it, that's not that a bad guess based on my horrible like impression. And the French fried potatoes. Like, what goes with that? Right. You got my cheese whiz, boy. Mm. Garen, let's see. Deliverance. Garen, Google it. Or Facebook, or YouTube that. And say you got my cheese whiz, boy. And, and don't say what it is, but just see if that clip comes up and you can play uh, the actual clip. Some kind of wonderful. That's it. No. <laughs> <laughs> a movie I kind of like. A soundtrack that's in my top five soundtracks of all time. Really? Yeah. Love the soundtrack. I feel like both the soundtrack and that movie have were, were forgotten. They were overshadowed by all the all the other eighties yeah. like teen movies. All Soundtrack's great. Here, soundtrack yeah. is great. What's, what's, the, what's the top hit? Hmm. Some, some kind of wonderful. No. Amanda Jones. Miss Amanda Jones. <laughs> and then what's that? Steve. Uh, Steve. Somebody has another song on there. I don't There's, know. You know the character is named after the song. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, song first. Hang on, I'm going to my... Song uh, first. Cool girl drummer in that movie. I had mm-hmm. such a crush on that young lady. Mm, yeah. Didn't we all, I guess? I don't know. Break mm-hmm. his heart, I break your face. <laughs> That's right. It's right in the trailer, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, hang on, I'm going to go some... There's that one Are song... boys underpants? I've never seen a girl wearing boys underpants. You ever seen a girl with a drumstick shoved up her nose? <laughs> Great lines. Great lines. Why do they go nose instead of ass, though? <laughs> Uh, the ratings. Yeah, sure. Uh, Pete Shelley does Do Anything, which is a great song. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brilliant Mind by Furniture, which mm. if you try to Google more songs by Furniture, good luck. You won't find any. That's <laughs> what they call a one-hit wonder. They're or, not even that. Uh, a no cry hit. Like This, You Must Love That. Why do we cry like this? Why do we cry? I so go now crazy. Why you never fronted a new wave band? You don't know that I didn't. I, okay, that's fair. Did you? She loves me. <laughs> that's Stephen Duffy again. Which song did we spend like 30 minutes deconstructing and singing on this show? Once? From from this? From that soundtrack. Well, yeah. maybe we'll get to it. We the, hardest, the Hardest Walk by Jesus the Mary Train. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Shyest Time by The Apartments. Mm-hmm. Again, good luck trying to Google more from, mm-hmm. uh, from them. The aforementioned Mr. Amanda Jones. Jones, Miss Amanda Jones. I can't help falling. That's one we did. I lick the uh, lick the tins. Oh, is that is that reggae? It's the Elvis uh, cover. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Here, I'll let. Uh, no, but there's another one. We talked about this whole album for at length. I think this one has drums. Mm. Now, is that her drumming? <laughs> yeah, remember you ever see uh, mm. a of a nose? this version. I love it. And uh, of course that is me on recorder. Oh yeah, that's that's a real hopeful hopeful about love song. Yeah, that's a nice sound. The last yeah. one I just made what can only be described as awkward eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> it lasted a second too long and we both we both enjoyed it and they both bailed on it. Well, it's the power of the song. We're like, we've got our own lives. Yeah. We can't accidentally fall in love. <laughs> no, we can't, right? can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Here it comes. Yeah. God damn it, I love it. Oh uh, yeah, love it. Hang on, that's a that's the a cute little voice. Just put an album out, 2015. I bet you it's not the oh, same. Oh wow, that's it, it. Got a lot of press. <laughs> All right, here's my favorite. I'll, I'll, here's my favorite on the soundtrack. This is the aforementioned furniture. Here it comes. Seems so unappealing. Love it. Hmm. I love the soundtrack. I love it. I love it. I like the movie. Was the 
Was this song, was was that a John Hughes or a Cameron Crowe? John Hughes. Okay, yeah. John Hughes wrote it. I don't, did he direct it too? Well, I could tell you it wasn't Cameron Crowe. No, it was not. Um, I just the other day refound uh, um, "Sweet Freedom" from the Running Scared soundtrack. Oh, that's our people friend Mike McDonald. Yeah, people have forgotten both that song and that movie. Uh, the, mon- uh, the movie's actually better than it gets credit for, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, and that sure. song still sucks. <laughs> what? Sweet freedom, you are the magic. You right where I wanna be. Sweet freedom. You know what? I take it back. I love it. I didn't. I didn't know what you were talking about until you sang it. What's it called? It's called Sweet Sweet Freedom. Never knew the name of that song. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a real great uh, cruising in your uh, in your convertible song you mm-hmm. know you guys know well, i do know yeah yeah i've had convertibles in my life sure of course um <laughs> 10 or 20 <laughs> when i lived in chicago oh that's not what? the place for a convertible <laughs> as i like to say the winters are too cold the summers are too hot mm-hmm. top went down about three times in each of those cars mm-hmm. got a second one though Ugh. hey i never put the top down yeah i'll get into a new one thank you sir <laughs> thanks for talking me into it well at least you still had a car that you could stab your way into if you needed to <laughs> <laughs> And somebody did. Somebody stole my uh, radar detector once Uh, using a knife. Wow. It was a convertible with a radar detector. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So you were ready for speed. I got to keep moving. (laughs) Uh, True or false, and I believe I brought this up on the show once before, I was once hired to uh, do the uh, uh, comedic tour guide uh, thing on a a bus uh, for a group that came to Chicago, and I would uh, have to point out the sites to them. And uh, because I um, didn't knew nothing about uh, the uh, tourist uh, industry, tourism mm-hmm. industry in Chicago, all I would do is say, uh, take a look over on your right. Uh, that's where they shot the uh, hit movie Running Scared. <laughs> <laughs> and I would say that every three blocks. And if it wasn't that, it was like, now if you look to your left, the Blues Brothers was shot right over that area. No uh, uh, Ferris Bueller? I would, oh, of course. Yeah. I would, I, okay. All of them. Whatever it was. But, but Running Scared was the one that made me laugh because I mentioned that one over. Because it was like, there's no way to prove uh, I'm right, wrong. Right, right. Unless, the other ones unless Gregory have, was on the tour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was back there tap dancing. Mm-hmm. And his brother was mad at him. <laughs> oh, All right, did you find that clip by any chance? Here we go. Here's the clip. And here's the, uh, the clip that... And try to guess the movie. Okay. Give me my cheese whiz, boy. There it is. Cool, cool hand Luke? No. Wait, is that the whole clip? Uh, it's oh. nine seconds long. I don't oh know. Oh, my God. Somebody made the, literally made the clip of the thing I've been... Me and my brother have been quoting. My brother and I have been quoting... For uh, the movie, I want to say came out in 1980. Okay, okay that's a cool summer movie. of 80 Good or 81. When did the movie come out? Summer of 80 or 81? Don't know what movie is yet. So. It's 80. I'm, pro- I'm probably talking to the guy looking, Elliot. All right, it's 80. It was 80. Because you're looking at me. Uh, <laughs> was it Steel Magnolias? That's a very horrible guess. <laughs> I can't believe that somebody made a... Uh, deliverance. And it, it, it's not my brother. I've said Deliverance already. Yeah. So it's 1980. 1980. Wow. There's more to this clip, but I don't know if it... Smokey and the Bandit? Oh, that's a good guess. Oh, that's a good guess, but it's not That was right. my first guess. Yeah. Hmm. But uh, 1980. Answer, so. By the way, it's been mentioned. What even happened? It's been mentioned on this episode. What? What? Today? Yeah. Oh. What? Yeah. That would require me to remember anything that was said. Yeah, right. While I was on it or before? Uh-huh. Oh, 
Oh, man. While you were sitting across from me, I'll tell you, I'll even go this far. Post weird eye contact. Oh. What? So it's running scared. Nope. <laughs> Is it Sweet Freedom? Oh, Blues Brothers. Yes. Uh, yes, it's the Blues Brothers. They, where he picks Jake up at the prison. They brings him to the uh, the weird uh, man apartment uh, complex. Mm-hmm. And uh, a guy just sitting in the, right, he's sitting in the hallway. And uh, just because you got my cheese whiz, boy. And he pulls it out. And he throws it to him. And it, uh, that's it. Wow. Right? Isn't that the entire scene, if I'm not mistaken? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. But it indicates a rich backstory. <laughs> it doesn't do anything. <laughs> it doesn't move the story along. It doesn't slow it down. It does nothing. Except give my brother and I something to relate uh, uh, with each other about. Mm-hmm. These are the moments of our lives. These are the days <laughs> of our lives. These are the times to remember. Well, and it will not last forever. These are the days to hold on to. Something, boom, 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 boom. We won't, although we'll want to. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> oh, no, who is that? Wait, wait, don't tell me, don't tell me. This is the time. Um, I don't know, but I think it was my oh, sister's... Oh, Is it? Oh! I think it was my sister's class song. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Which, Jesus, I'll wait there? a year to graduate. I'm going to stay back. This, uh... Our eighth grade class song was, uh, and I, I wanted Old Days by Chicago so badly. That was the one. And I wasn't even a Chicago fan yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I thought Old Days made more sense. Uh, but it was Song from Half Mountain by Dan Fogelberg. And I'm going to insist that Garen look that up so that you can hear. By the way, I love the song. But I want you to hear what our eighth grade class song was. Okay. And we voted this one. Mm-hmm. Wow. I want you to hear this. Okay. This is what kids graduated to. It's called Song from Black Mountain? Half. Half Mountain. Song from oh, Half, Half Mountain. Mountain. Yeah, Isn't that kind of just a hill? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what the lyrics are. Maybe a plateau. Here we, go. Here we go. There you go. Walking down the aisle. We're all taking our seats. Got to collect our diplomas. Reasonable. Slow, but mm, No, that, that chord is... <laughs> Sad. Right? Well, yeah. We're moving it's, on with Had someone in your class died? No. <laughs> no, right? This why is, why is, did this win? This is very in memoriam. It really feels like someone died. Right? <laughs> yeah. I, and again, I love the song. Like it's a you're not great collect, song. You're not collecting uh, diplomas. You're collecting like shots to put you all to sleep forever. I don't know. Get your jello. It yeah, makes exactly. no sense. Hey, what was your uh, graduation song? A song from Half Mountain by Dan Fogelberg. Ooh. And our parents even all look at us like, A, why are you listening to Dan Fogelberg, your children? Yeah. B, uh, Was he the put-me-in-coach guy? No, that's John Fogarty. <laughs> ah, okay. Dan Fogelberg since passed away. Oh. I want to say prostate cancer. R.I.P. Could be wrong. R.I.P. Um, no, he's always in first class. Didn't want to be put in coach. Oh, wow. Wow. I don't. I think we're done here, right? <laughs> I think that's 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 it for today. Well, we're, uh, we're gonna be done, <laughs> are we? After oh. we all go to prison, because I won't be the only one slitting your fucking throat. <laughs> oh my god! Eliza goes first. Go ahead. Eliza. <laughs> is this what the part partathon is? <laughs> Partathon. Castathon. <laughs> no, this is the partathon. Wait, partathon is uh, that's the, the that's the go to wrong way to say it. Though. Mm-hmm. All right, hang on. I gotta open this uh, man. Oh. oh my god, this is The mail is here The mail is here The mail is here 69 Up top, my brother The mail is Here 
All right, there we go. There we go. That's the mail theme. I forget which two fellas sent us that, but we do thank them. What, what is it? We don't know their names, do we? I knew at some point. Nice guys. I remember now. Does it say in the file there, Elliot? Does it say Elliot? Uh, this, I don't know if I can. Sounds like a no. I'm, I'm no. hoping that there's something in here for all of us to share, which no. is why I'm opening it with Eliza. Ooh, what if it's chocolate? Oh, then will you have a piece? Absolutely. Now, uh, Garen and I both I did that. a double take to the uh, the return to sender uh, line of this. It just says one word. Justice. Justice. Mm. Oh, my. Uh, when you get a package from Justice, you open it. <laughs> Justice T. Buford. This is from Austin Teja. Okay. Oh, you're going to be there this weekend. I am going to be there this weekend. That's exactly oh. right. You could have picked it up. <laughs> no, I couldn't. I don't want to carry this back on my no, bag. Yeah, that's an extra charge to carry that on the plane. Uh, okay. I open this very gingerly because it's so heavy. It could be a bomb. Oh. Every time we open mail, I think, is this the time that we'll be anthraxed? Oh, it will be. <laughs> what is this? No. Please do not send us flowers as a joke. Ooh, comic books. Comic books. Let me tell you something about it. Oh, wait, there's a game. There's a game. Oh, boy. There's a game. Okay. What, what comic book is that? Jimmy, uh, th- this will be a collector's. This was a collector's item until I wrote on it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Dave Justice uh, is obviously a, a gentleman Artist? who makes uh, comic books. Oh, cool. Oh. And he sent us. All the comic 7, books he's 000? ever written. <laughs> Whoa. Is it, it, well, not all one book. No, well, you get them all. Uh, everybody gets something. But is it a Except, series? Hear me out. A lot. <laughs> no. Guess what? She's the what? most Suck at all of you. What's happening? Okay. Okay, here we go. Oh, geez. All right, we got... Uh, we can't hear you. Oh. <laughs> We got all these. Uh, these are comic books. What, what titles we got going on here? Uh, these are. It's all public relations. Is the name of the. Uh, oh, okay. Public relations. In print. Mm-hmm. There it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Cool. 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 Uh, I'm going to tell you more about it in a moment. But what's so Matt, exciting? Here's one for you. This oh. is the. Oh, collection. Oh, graphic uh, novel. Elliot, here's yours. Awesome. And nice. Aaron, here's yours. That's fantastic. And then you're never going to believe that this one says. <laughs> <laughs> Eliza. Eliza. Wow. It actually awesome. says special guest, so you do get one. Oh, my gosh. That's I do. Nice. Hey. That's cool. That is cool. This now is, this is their, their this autographed is the, inside with a personalized note. At least mine is. Does everybody want to read their note, or is it, should I read the a letter first? Aww. <laughs> I'm happy to read mine at the time. Hang on. Let me read the letter first. Yeah. Here we go. You ready? Uh, hey, gang, I originally planned to shove all of this into Jimmy's hands at his upcoming Austin show, mm. uh, but he convinced me that was a terrible plan. Oh, my God, do I agree now that I see how heavy this thing is. <laughs> uh, so I'm shoving into his hands at the NNF Studios where he can then immediately go into the trash can without uh, me ever knowing. Uh, I've really grown to love sitting in with you guys twice a week over the last few years. It's got me through some very low spots, and I wanted to repay your comedy with a little of my own. Uh, so please find and close a complete run. 13 issues of the comic book. I don't know why I did that. Uh, 13. Uh, you know why? It was parenthetical. So I uh, uh, yeah. uh, looked like you were whispering the, a secret to us. The comic book Public Relations, a story that my writing partner, Lila Sturgis, and I pitched as, arrest, as Arrested Development meets Princess Bride. Or more succinctly, wow. it's always sunny in uh, Westeros. <laughs> I like the wow. first thing better, but I like both of those things. I like, wor- I like all of it. Let me tell you more about it. Okay. It's a workplace comedy where the workplace has a moat, a tale of dungeons and dragons and dick jokes. The complete set of issues is for Jimmy, of course. I mean, look around. Whose name is on the show? <laughs> but I've also included a trade paperback of the first five issues, Once Upon a Timesheet, for everyone else, including one for the day's guests. Or for Brad Gage, that handsome devil. <laughs> <laughs> if the rest of you find that you enjoy it, hit me up on Twitter. 
And I'll be happy to send you the second collection, Affirmative Action and Adventure, when it hits stores in June. Hope you guys enjoyed this half as much as I enjoy your show. On a rare, sincere note, the podcast means a lot to me, and tuning in uh, feels like spending time with friends, friends who will throw these comics in the trash can as soon as I'm not listening. <laughs> but friends, nevertheless. Uh, all the best, Dave Justice. Well, we thank you, Dave. That's awesome. Very thank nice. You. Yeah. Now, go around, read what he wrote to you. In fact, let's do that as we go around the horn and say hello to everybody. Everybody reads their, uh, and then we got a game. We have a game. Yeah, game. Love it. Excellent. Uh, we check in over there at the Pop Culture Reach. But that's that is sponsored by dogpile.com. Hello, Garen. Hello. Garen Cockrell's got a new job, Eliza. Ooh. He's working. Are you allowed to say where you're working yet? I, well, we already did. Well, why don't you say it again for Eliza's mouth? I work at uh, Warner Brothers Music. Nice. Oh, oh, boy. And you have a badge. You showed us your badge earlier. You have a badge. Are you a security guard there? <laughs> <laughs> no. That hurts. That's hurtful. Is it, well, he has a badge. I don't know. Yeah. What do, Can you say what you're doing yet? Or are you still... Uh, oh, I don't know. I didn't ask. What you're doing? I mean, it's paper. It's background. It's not... I'm not like A&R. It's, it's in the trenches of... Mm-hmm. Contracts and stuff. Yeah, but you got to. But more. But more, it doesn't matter what you're doing. You got a job. Yeah, it's great. It's in the music biz, which has always been your dream, and uh, <laughs> you're grateful that you have that job. I'm, I'm very much so, and yeah. it's fun so far. Great the, people working. People are there. good people. Yeah, and they're people never not funny fans, people. right? Yeah. Well, why should it be? You and I should get along. So, uh, all right. What's in your uh, book there? Uh, Garen, hope this book gives you something fun to do while you're standing in the corner at your next menage. (laughs) Now, Eliza, you probably don't know this. Garen Cockrell is our resident threesome. Uh, He's had a lot of threesomes uh, with two other men. He's uh, from the homosexual community. And uh, uh, and my joke is that he uh, doesn't get involved. He just sits in the corner and jerks off while he watches his lover fuck. That's a legit way to do it. Well, he, he said that's what he sometimes does. Oh, that wasn't just I've a joke. Yeah, I've done but you've been, you've <laughs> but you've also gotten in the mix. Oh yeah, Gary Cockrell in the mix. Check it out. Check it out. Garen's getting his dicks up in the mix. <laughs> wow. I like to have done it all. I like to have done it all better. It's like you were there. I feel like it's like sort of a I've never been to me kind of melancholy behind it. <laughs> if anybody can name the artist on I've never been to me, I will give all the money oh, in the change God. cup. All the money in the change cup if you can name who's uh, saying that song. It's a woman, right? Yeah. Is it Barbara Streisand? No, horrible guess. Is it uh, the, your the horrible guess? Your guess is that I've been. You're horrible. excited I brought it up, so give me that. Is it that okay. Canadian lady? <laughs> Got it. And uh... let's acknowledge I have not taken off my reading glasses. <laughs> let's acknowledge that they're still dangling on my nose like I'm an old man. All right. Uh, what is Anne, the question? Anne Murray? No, horrible guess. Really? It's worse than that. I don't know anything about Anne Murray, but that felt right. <laughs> What's the name of the Taco? Name? No, it's a lady. Okay. What's it called? I've never, I've been, never to been to me. I've never been to me. Yeah. Yeah. Been all over the world. Well, I've been. That's a that's a better guess. I've. If I'm not mistaken, it's a one. It's a one. It, uh, one hit wonder. Yeah, I was right. I was right. I've, I've never been happier. In my life. Never been to Here me. I just nailed it. Why do you need to play it? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> pretty awesome. We got a pro in the house. I forgot to. I something something and did a little doing. Hey, this ad's only a minute and 47 pizza seconds long. In France. I'm going to listen to it. <laughs> Why don't you just play it on I, Apple Music? Why don't you just... Because I pressed the wrong button. This was released in 1977. Then it came back on the charts in 1982, if I'm not mistaken. Weird. Here, look it up. Was that on a soundtrack? Is that why? That's a great question. I mean, it would make sense. But I think, and I think it may, I think it went top ten both times, if I'm not mistaken. Well, it's a banger. <laughs> Absolutely. Here it comes. 
Great love of their son. To a preacher. Weird. <laughs> I'm just going to get to the end of this. Here it comes. There it is. I've never been to me by, nobody guessed it, Charlene. Wow. Charlene. Charlene who? That's it. Just Charlene. Just goes by Charlene. Garen, look that up and tell me how it charted. 77, then again That's in the That's the rare uh, subgenre, self-help pop music. <laughs> <laughs> but she doesn't offer a solution. She's just no. like, wow, this is but where it I'm really makes you know. it, 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 it invites you to look inside. Yeah. I think have it's ever, a beautiful song. Very 1977. Love it. love it. Have you ever been to you? I don't know if I have, to be honest. Hmm. I don't know if I've ever figured Everybody it out. Everybody does it. <laughs> You've been to you? Is that what oh, it, you're talking about? Is, is that all it means? <laughs> That's a beautiful story about jerking it off. That is what She-Bop is about. <laughs> she-Bop, She-Bop, she When I interviewed uh, Bob Costas once, I said... Uh, okay, we get it. You oh. interviewed Bob Costas once. That's <laughs> <laughs> the story. That's it. Right, that, yeah, that's why I brought it up. I thought he would never remember. Hey, snorts. What's you all right? <laughs> you're that happy with your joke. Your, no- your nose had to make a noise. I just started thinking, like, what if like, you just constantly brought up the fact that you <laughs> interviewed Bob, Bob Costas once. It's like all the time? Yeah. You know, speaking of Philly steak sandwiches, I talked to Bob Costas mm. once. I don't know well, why fuck, it's tickling you know that, me so much. That's Dick Cavett talking about Groucho. Dick Cavett will bring uh, a Groucho yeah. no matter. Yeah. Uh, no, Sir, I just asked you if you wanted it. fries or a salad. No, well, Bob Costas has a. Uh, you know, I don't. Want to, I don't mean to bring it up, but it, it just, you'll you'll understand it when I finish the story. Uh-huh. Anyway, I talked to Costas, and I thought I, I brought up the fact when he interviewed Cindy uh, Lauper, he thought, and he did the, in that Bob Costas long windbaggy way. Mm-hmm. Now she bumps a song, blah 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 blah, and she goes, "No, it's about masturbation." <laughs> and he, it's about me. And then he goes, "Oh my God, I was so wrong." And then he laughs. Uh, so, 30 years later, I um, interviewed, I don't know if you heard, I interviewed Bob Costas. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, Bob, I go, uh, I go, I want to talk to you about the time you interviewed Cindy Lauper. He goes, oh, the biggest mistake I've ever made in my career. And he owned it, and he made fun of himself, and I thought that was very endearing, because I thought yeah. he would go, oh, I don't remember, I've interviewed so many people, what Man, happened? That is the secret to success, I think. Just owning it, being yep. like, I messed up, that's fine, we're all silly about it, it's okay. So many people are so scared of doing that. I mean... Uh, having written on a rap battle about celebrities where we're like writing things for them, like jokes about them, the things that they're sensitive sensitive about, I'm like, man, if you just get in front of that, this would bump Mm -hmm. you up to like a new level of belovedness. When will rap battle be out since you brought up your new show? Uh, I think it's going to... it was supposed to start in May, but I think now they're starting it in September. Makes more sense. That's a fall show. Yes. Yeah, it's a fall show. You it's your back to school. You got your new pencils. Where's my rat battle, though? Oh, there we go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and who's hosting it? Uh, Method Man. Good to have him. Yeah. And Haley Baldwin. Um, and yeah, it's called Drop the Mic. Uh, Stephen Baldwin's daughter. Yeah. Good to have her. Yeah. Um, it's going to be on TBS. It's called Drop the Mic. That's it. Hang on. Is Stephen Baldwin the nut job? Yeah. <laughs> Correct. That is right. Mm. Yes. Okay. Mm. One, of, one of them. I'm not suggesting his daughter is. I'm well, he is a Baldwin. So. Yeah. Well, but one of them's really nuts, mm. and one of them took my job. All right. Here I we go. The one that was the most nuts was the wow, one that wow, wasn't wow. an actual Baldwin, just had the name. No, that's 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 not even. Uh, oh, you mean Adam? Yeah. The one from My Bodyguard. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's tunes, man. Which I like him as an actor. Great actor. Fantastic. Mm. Great Firefly. actor. One Firefly. of my favorite Firefly. movies of all time. My Bodyguard. Really. Great Chris Makepeace. Mm-hmm. Mm. I grew up with that. Ruth movie. Gordon. I identified. Matt Damon? 
Wrong. Matt Dillon. <laughs> Keep going. Are you very Matt young, Dillon. Matt Dillon? Wrong. McDonald's. Matt Dillinger. <laughs> McDonald. <laughs> boy, oh boy, that guy's a good chef. He's a Big Mac. That's a good <laughs> chef. We call him Big Mac. That's right. Uh, you got uh, some charts on Charlene's. I've never been to me. Uh, I do. What do you got? In 1977. Yeah. You guys want to bet on this? No. No. We went to meet. number 97. Ooh. Are you kidding me? Woof. Mm-hmm. Woof. Oh, but then in 82. 77 was not the year. 1982. Yeah. Went much higher. Would it go in 82? Number three. Wow. Why did Not it get too re- shabby. Why did it get re-released? And more importantly, just, why didn't that go higher than that in 77? That seems like that should have been... People weren't ready to go to themselves. Some mm. DJ just played it randomly in 82, and the local place we went go. crazy uh, about it. I'm seeing the montage in my it. mind. Hmm. What's that song? Play it again. You ever heard the song? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Honey, I bought you this. I think you'd like it. <laughs> Phones are ringing. Yeah. I've been to Switchboards are lighting up. <laughs> People sobbing into their coffee. That's a great song. Just a guy it. looking into a mirror intently <laughs> drops his razor blade. How much, <laughs> as I enjoy Don't your humor, it. how much will you pay me when we do karaoke if I sing that song earnestly? Ooh. Two dollars and fifty cents seems way too low. That's what I'm offering. I said earnestly, not not doing it ironically with a wink. I mean, given the the fact that most karaoke songs earn zero dollars, that's not that bad. <laughs> <Think about it. laughs> I, I'm go, I'm giving you a two hundred and fifty percent. I'm going to ask you to stay out of this. You're not helping me make money on this at all. Um. Okay. I'm just saying. Oh, this fucking character. Now I'm learning to hate her. I'm just saying. You know, you should be grateful because that kind of offer doesn't always come up. I get $10 a song. Wow. Mm. Well, you're a good singer, though. I know. I'm or at least the, the person who's doing you, the character. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if you're also a good Is the character also a good singer? <laughs> who's in there? Can I, can I speak to? Oh, Christ. <laughs> uh, all right, Garen, anything else we got to talk about uh, with you? The job's going well? Uh, no, everything's everything's uh, looking good. Everything's good. The apartment's looking good. I'm seeing the updated photographs on Facebook. You're keeping us posted. More. How you've shifted your books. Ooh. <laughs> That's a lot of work. That's a lot of work. Uh, we check in with Palms, California. That's Elliot Hoperg. Hello, Elliot. Hello. Elliot, what's the inscription of you? Uh, uh, yes. Uh, and thank you for spelling my name right on the front, by the way. You're welcome. <laughs> that is Actually, rare. I feel like every time someone tweets at you, they always put two T's or two L's, two L's. Or, or both. Got to have just the right amount of T's. Um, so it says here, Elliot, uh, may this book keep you warm on the many... Many occasions when you get iced. That's a nice description. <laughs> yeah. That's nice. That's pretty good. It's already happened once this episode. What's his name? Justin? Justice. Justice. Dave Justice. Dave Justice. Dave Justice. Not the uh, former Elena uh, Brave. Spelled differently. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's spelled differently. Ju- just us. It's just us. Mm. Which was the follow-up hit, too. I've <laughs> never been to me. She found somebody. <laughs> yeah. She found herself. That's right. In the mirror. Justice! Can we find a way to finally make, make it right? right? Just once. It's a great James Ingram. Mm. I think he's dead now, too. We lost him. Mm-hmm. Miranda, you, you know, you, you, the autopsy said how she died. Did you Were you surprised by the uh, results of the autopsy? What happened? Aaron Miranda? I, oh. The autopsy. I, I, I didn't know what you were talking about because you went, I did not hear. You brought up Aaron Miranda's death earlier. I assumed it was drug related. It's not cancer. Oh, yeah, cancer. She was real sick for a long time. But, uh, but I think that surprises everybody considering that the last time we saw her interview was out in front of her trailer and she was strung out and. Um, yeah. Acting up. I know Don Child Most actors. was really uh It's a tough road. Yeah. Tough road. Thanks, Eliza. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Elliot, anything else going on with you other than you getting that book? <laughs> anything else I said? 
the highlight of his week. Make fun of myself. I had some corn. boy. So no, then. Uh, I saw you, your... You you're, said that, but you also tweeted that you had corn on a stick. And this I, is a big deal. <laughs> so, yeah, you oh, I like had a, cor- you had a Ren Faire? I believe it's called corn on the cob, not corn on a stick. <laughs> you know, somebody else so made that snide joke earlier. And it's corn on a stick. There's I know what it is. It's corn that's actually on a stick. They shove a stick in the back of it, and then they it's it's a, um, it's a Latin Hispanic food that you find in carts that wander around the city. Sure. And uh, they put mayonnaise on it, which didn't oh, excite me. Oh, yeah. And With cheese. some uh, cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Chili, like some parmesan. I, Ooh, I will say that the mayonnaise wasn't bad, Stop but it. I will not... I will not get it with that again. I will do the cheese and I will do the chili powder though, because that was that part was great. Cheese and chili powder might fall off if you don't get that. That's right. It mayonnaise that. kind yeah. of glues it on I there. I hear what you're saying. But couldn't butter do the same? Maybe mm-hmm. they're not offering butter; they're offering mayo. You know that I had a fight with Quinn Cummings about mayonnaise, and I love mayonnaise. The idea of putting mayonnaise on my corn makes me want to side more with Quinn Cummings. Mm. Sounds horrible. It's good. Shut up. Yeah, it is you, good. I beg of you to shut up. Quit turning your quit, quit, quit it and shut it. What? What's the first part? I quit. don't know. Quit. Quit. <laughs> quit. 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 I'm having a tough time. Quit early and shut up. Quit early and shut it. Yeah. Uh, stay moist and quiet. He'd like it. <laughs> that character. That character is going to take it. I'll tell you that. That character is going to get some unnecessary penetration. Whoa! Oh, no. Whoa. Jesus Christ! The character is because the way she's taunting me. Not unlike uh, I'm De Niro and Kate Fair and Jenny Lewis is making me suck her thumb. Jenny Lewis. Oh. <laughs> Wait, who is the singer? <laughs> no, you're, you're thinking of Troop Beverly Hills where Jenny Lewis did that. Wait, what's the young girl's name? The actress. Uh, 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 wow. Oh, God. Juliet. Juliet, Juliet Lewis. Lewis. That's yes. right. Juliet Lewis. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Fine Juliet. young killers. <laughs> Uh, all right, well, and then Elliot, I'm going to come back to you because we have Elias Skinner here who knows a lot about the, uh, the uh, genre that we're going to get into. In oh a moment. boy! Oh wow. god! Here we go. Oh, we're going to get into it in a moment. Don't do, no spoilers. No, I'm dreading it. Oh goodness! I'm going to ask Eliza. I'm, I'm legitimately nervous. I'm oh, asking Eliza her opinion on something because oh, it's dear. a world that she's uh, near and dear to her heart. I, I don't know if any of that's true. <laughs> uh, Matt, what does your uh, inscription say? My inscription reads as follows. To read. Matt, may the sheer number of pedophilia jokes make your hair stand on end. <laughs> Shit too late. <laughs> Boy. Hmm. Well, I can't wait <laughs> to find out what that means. He also said you could throw it away and it wouldn't bother him. No, I, I'm looking forward to this. He's punchy. All right, so. Mine are going to get thrown away. What does yours say? Just uh, Eliza? No. Mine says, Dear guest, it doesn't matter that you are a last-minute replacement forever for whoever Jimmy really wanted. <laughs> I still think you're special. Boy, oh, boy. Now the, the, now, the neat part about that, while that person's being funny, this mm-hmm. Dave Justice, Eliza's actually a person that we've had on the books uh, uh, one of the few times we've had a book in advance. It's yeah. true. Yeah. Usually it happens the Friday before. Yep. Uh, but this one's been on the books for... Um, I got that Ooh, wacky schedule. Yeah. And it made you nail me down. Yeah. Ooh, uh, <laughs> or at least that character. Oh, God. No, way, gross. Did you notice that this, this, the, the uh, compendium, or whatever you call this, has a quote from our friend Scott Ackerman on the cover of it? Uh, mm-hmm. It says, laugh out loud, a.k.a. LOL funny. These guys have actually managed to put the comic back in comic books. Oh. Scott Ackerman. He wrote the introduction. Yeah. Who did? Scott. Well, this isn't a commercial for comedy. Bang, bang. Wow. Shut the fuck up about Ackerman. Man, I wonder, how many, wonder how many comic books they got. Oh, boy. <laughs> I imagine all the characters. He's got their own. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right, here we go. Bonus game with audio component. Okay. What? Uh, as a tie-in with issue number four of the comic, Lila and I recorded an EP as Peter Smurphy. A goth simpop industrial group specializing in covers of kids' cartoon themes. If you navigate to go to 
go to petersmurphy.com. Uh, Garen, P-E-T-E-R. This is the deepest sneak plug Oof. I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I'm going to send you everything. Will you allow me to finish <laughs> spelling this man's name? Yeah. The character of Peter Smurphy. Mm-hmm. P-E-T-E-R-S-M-U-R-F-Y. Like the Smurf. Dot com. And you'll find four tracks in the styles of Nine Inch Nails, the aforementioned Depeche Mode, Yaz, or Yazoo if you're a purist, and The Church. Based on their titles, can you guess which 80s or 90s cartoon themes they are? Can Jimmy name which labels those bands were on? Mm. Okay. This seems like a good way to fill 10 like minutes while your guest is across the street asking 7-Eleven about their tarp. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what are we doing here? He's going to play a song. We're going to say what uh, no, 80s cartoon they game said is based on. By, by the title alone. Yeah, I thought it was a, yeah, that sounds right. Oh, wait, what? Based on their titles, titles? can you guess what themes they are? Yeah, so what's the title? Huh? So, Garen, are, are they joke? Uh, uh, the album's called Saturday Morning. All right. Uh-huh. Morning, like M-O-U-R. Yeah, right. Uh-huh, Smurfy. First track is called Maniacal. Maniacal. Now, you're supposed to guess what... The Animaniacs? Ooh, that'd be my guess, too. Uh, Whoa, that's, that's a good guess. guess. And now, see, for me, I'm older than everybody, so I'm never going to guess. Okay, can you then now, can you play it? All right. So, wait, who's on board with Animaniacs? Uh, that's a good guess. That's, that's a really good guess. I mean, I said it, so I'm on board. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. Matt, do you have a guess? I, I'm going to go. I All right. Can you play that track now? Although I thought Animaniacs was like an afternoon cartoon. But. Right, that's fair. And Nine Inch Nails. Would you agree with that? Do you like those guys? Oh, this this effect, yeah. 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 That's right. Nice one. Yeah, that vocal effect is very Nine Inch Nailsy. Okay, so it's one. And I'll give it to you as well, Elliot, because you said so. so, But, uh, Garen, I'm not giving you a point there. I have never Wait. entered my mind until she said it. All right, so I would, two. I even, why did why did I even understand why Elliot got it? Because Elliot uh, was about to say it at uh, the okay. same time that Eliza said it. Gotcha. Uh, all right, so uh, one one to, to zeros. All right, next one. Give us the name, please. Track two. <laughs> Take your time on this guy. Ball of Ashes. Ball of Ball Ashes. Of Ash- Pokemon. Yeah, Pokemon. Oh, or oh. What's right. the, what, oh, what was there? another one. Yu Gi Oh. Oh, yeah. No, but, it's, but it's, Ash is the character. Yeah, Ash is the oh, game. of course. Let's hear yeah. it. Yeah, let's hear it. On. I'm gonna give Matt a point right there, just already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, and this is '90s stuff, so I don't even know this stuff. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't know this theme. And what band is this? This is Depeche Mode, I believe. Right. Somebody <laughs> Depeche Mode. Does anyone know the Pokemon theme to identify no. if this is r- if yeah, I was right? it's, it's after my time. Me too. Yeah. All the keywords are there. <laughs> I don't dislike this, though. I don't dislike it either, Garen. Yeah, it's pretty good. And I also don't Wait. dislike Elliot saying all the keywords are there. <laughs> second favorite soundtrack now? Oh, it's getting close. <laughs> yeah, uh, Saturday morning? Mm-hmm. Very close to me, second favorite. Uh, it may be, I'm going to go this far. Some, some kind of wonderful, maybe my favorite movie soundtrack. What would be? You what said would, that. What would be number two? I said it was in the top five. Oh, what's it battling? Yeah, yeah. What else we got what's up there? It up against Footloose, clearly, right? Okay. I don't think that would got to cut what? loose. I mean, There's I like not... the, I like it, but I but I, I listen to this 
at least once a month, and Footloose never gets played. Well, that's because you you heard it too much. You've used it up. But mm-hmm. there's not a loser on, on the there's not a bad track on the album. I don't disagree. You with that. and me, we should be dancing in, in the, the sheets. sheets. <laughs> that's a good song. I'm free. Heaven help the man who finds his dream. See, it's, yeah. you love it. It's give great. me more. Uh, more from that album. Uh-huh. Love theme. Um, love theme. Go. Uh, 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 almost paradise. Right. Look, knocking on heaven's door. And my personal favorite. My baby may not be rich. He's watching every dime. But he loves and loves and loves me. Always have a real good time. Um, Don't I think, stop! I think my <laughs> and best. Maybe he sings I'm going off key. Oh. But that sounds like right me. Oh, Don't rush it. Yeah. yeah. Cause what he does, he does so well Makes me want to yell Let's hear it for the boy ah, Let's give the boy a hand Let's hear it for my baby You know you gotta understand I had those words wrong You did what, <laughs> what you, did you had think it was? I had let's hear it for my man Not let's give a boy a hand Hmm. Does it happen that's, later? Does it take new that meaning to you now? Um, <laughs> this might explain why you're in the corner jerking it. Yeah. Let's give that boy a hand. Uh, all right. So wait, you were going to say your favorite. Oh, my favorite. You mentioned the love theme. I think favorite love theme from a movie, though. Not this one. Uh, um, Tootsie. Oh, wow. What's the love theme from Tootsie? Something's telling me it, it might be, be you. Rich all of my life. Hmm. Yeah. No, not so much. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Berlin mm. from uh, from Top Gun. Ooh, oh, yeah, that's like a that good song. one. Yeah. yeah, I love a love theme. That that might be my favorite. My favorite the love theme most... is probably uh, uh, Saint Elmo's Fire. Yeah, oh, the come love on, theme from yes. Saint Elmo's, the instrumental. Yeah, and I and I do like the vocal version. I like too because the voice. What's the vocal version? It. Very rarely heard. And the vocal, it's it's almost like maybe a little off key. Maybe or mm. and but it works because it's so vulnerable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're looking. It must have been the, performed the, by Denise Williams' boyfriend. Then it was well, a little off key. Come back. And, uh, stay. Uh, let's stay in one uh, area at a time. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, you okay? Oh yeah, no, fine. Are? I was just checking to see if mine was the phone that was making the dingies, but it wasn't. No, that was my computer. Oh, okay. oh goodness! Shut it down. All right, uh, all, right. all right. Next Number one. Three. Masquerade. 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 Oh, mask. Yeah. That that was my. Instinct, oh, but it doesn't remember fit. Mask? I don't. Doesn't fit. The year. Uh, oh. I'm going to say just a shot in the dark. I'm going to say Inspector Gadget. Yeah, that would have been my. Oh, you uh, would have guessed that too. Yeah, that's. Wait, yeah. what? This is so not my mask wheel. Does it say the year? Mask or the bad guy? No, no, but the other two were 90s. Oh, uh, yeah. so is Mask the name of the of the bad guy in, in Inspector Gadget? No, uh, no, no, it's, it's, uh, the, it's the. Um, oh wait, is that the, the name? It's of... the, yeah, it's the bad organization. Oh, okay. They're fighting that, masks. That, that, We're thinking masks. Doctor M- Claw, M- dot, a dot, yeah, dot, which was dot. that was like Matt Tracker, and they had like uh, cars <laughs> and vehicles that turned into other things. And they wore masks. Yeah, well, yeah. What about the one where smoking? <laughs> that's, that's our friend James Carey. Well, they, they made a cartoon out of that. Stop me they from did. being a cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it probably was the mask. It was. Mm. There you go. I think Jimmy might have this one. Smoking. No, I, no. I will also throw one more guess in there. Well, that's not a message for children. No, it's not. You're right about that. <laughs> no smoking. <laughs> Here's one more guess because these guys also wore masks, well, as did a lot of cartoon characters. But I'm going to say maybe Power Rangers, Mighty Morphin Power oh. Rangers. Mm. 
what about what about this uh, from Phantom? Masquerade. <laughs> Betsy oh, Colors oh, yeah. Parade. It's, it's the Phantom of the Opera cartoon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the kids all love it. It's mm-hmm. not okay, it could be Scooby Doo. Let's hear it. That, that came on they come that came on right after Les Mis Babies, I think. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Yaz version. I mean, this is just only you. <laughs> Basically. By the way, I can confirm that the last one was, in fact, Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah. all the other all the keywords. <laughs> <laughs> I was right. Working overtime, fighting crime. Yeah, that's Mask. That's our friend Matt, Matt Tracker. Everybody has a point but me, and I will never get any points. Mm. I'm definitely taking a point for that, too. Right. Yeah, so I, I said everybody, I, 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 sh- I don't know that I need one, because I... Not for that one. You, don't, okay. you already had one from previous. Oh, that's true. Yeah, at this point, we all have My a point. My point is, everybody has one but me. Yeah. Matt's but, winning with two. Uh, that feels like, you're, that feels like you're, 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 your sweet spot. No. Everybody else has a point but you? <laughs> I feel like that's where you operate the best. No. Gets you fired up. I don't, I don't like that Come joke back at, at the all. crowd. I don't like that joke <laughs> at all. I don't like that it's a man's voice on the Yes song. That bothers me. That's hmm. going mm-hmm. to bother me. Okay. That should be the beautiful... Alison man. You and my wife and many others thought was a man until this year. Right. That is true. I did not. I didn't think Allison Moyet was a man. I thought the person singing the lead right. for Yaz was a man. I didn't know it was Allison Moyet. So he has a concert with the aforementioned Scott Ackerman. Mm-hmm. That's been in a few movies too. I think. Is he talking about it in this? Oh yeah, I think it's, I think it's chapter four of that comic. All right, give us the last one. This is the, the in the style of the church. Uh, I, I don't know if I'm going to pronounce this word right, but is it Eider Down? E I D E R Down. Eider Down. That sounds like a. Yeah, anime or something. Hmm. Well, it's a, so I'm going to go I'm, RoboCop. Dragon Ball Z. I'm going to say Dragon Ball Z. Oh, uh, it's, it's a, a lyric guess. from a Sean Colvin song I like. So was there a Lilith Fair cartoon? <laughs> <laughs> no, there should have been. I'm going to go with Robotech. Well, you go with that. I'm I just, going with Dragon I just said Ball that. Z. Did anyone else? Did you say Robotech? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. But you heard what I said. You said Dragon Ball Z, which is a good guess. It's not a bad guess. I Probably. guess I'll go Voltron then. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, too. that makes sense. By the way, I've never met anybody else who likes Sean Colvin. So really. What up? <laughs> so that, I guess. So Polaroids. He's gonna lay me down. So lay me down in hydrogen. That means a lot because he works in the record business. Yeah, <laughs> he knows a lot about music back in the paperwork area. All right, play this. Eider down. Wait, I don't know the thing that it's based on either. Dragon Ball Z. Church. No, what, what is it? Church. Church. Mm-hmm. I think they had that under the Milky Way was their big hit. These guys do a good job of replicating yeah. what they want to be doing. Is that a sentence? Mm-hmm. You said it. We're in Trump's America. Anything can be a sentence. <laughs> Look at my shirt. I resist all talk of him. Oh, it's DuckTales. Oh my gosh. What what does that mean though? I don't understand. Oh, it's, that's down. down. It's down. Oh. Eider down is down. Oh, like duck. Like duck. duck yeah. All right, well, let's take a look at this. Go to the uh, the answer key if you need them. I mean, do I get a point for yeah. naming it after we already heard like <laughs> two minutes of it? All right, here we go. As soon as the lyrics, I knew it wasn't Robotech. All right, number one, Animaniacs. Number two, Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Number three, Mask. Number four, DuckTales. Nice job, everybody. Nice job, and thank you to Dave Justice. Yay! Uh, there's no one else here. It's just us. Now look up the uh, love Girl theme from uh, uh, St. Almost Fire uh, uh, with vocal, please. We should take a break, too. 
Oh, let's do that now then. Let's take a break right now. That's perfect timing because I have to use the restroom. Me too. Yay! Separately. No. <laughs> Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Eliza Skinner is on Twitter at Eliza Skinner, and her podcast uh, is new. It's called Angry Little Goats, and uh, she and her co-host talk about uh, current events and whatnot, uh, her and Will Weldon. So check that out, if you will. It is on iTunes and everywhere else podcasts are available, I assume. I'm not sure, but it would be weird if it weren't. Never Not Funny is going to be live at Flappers and Burbank on the 15th of May. Then we're going to Toronto, Ontario, Canada, to perform at the Comedy Bar two nights, the 9th and 10th of June. Jimmy's doing early shows of stand-up shows those two nights, and then we're doing late show podcasts. So uh, package deals are available. Check them out. Finally, we're going to be in San Francisco, the punchline, the 13th of June. Uh, Ju- yeah, 13th of June. Sorry. Wow, my brain froze. 13th of June, San Francisco uh, punchline. And uh, you can go to nevernotfunny.com to click the tour link and get links to purchase tickets to all those shows. Meanwhile, Jim- Jimmy Pardo is going to be swinging through uh, OKC, Paris, Texas, and Austin, Texas this weekend. Oklahoma City on the 27th, Paris, Texas on the 28th, and Austin, Texas on the 29th. Then he's going to be at Comedy Off-Broadway on the 19th and 20th of May in Lexington, Kentucky. So check him out there and go to jimmypardo.com for all his dates and deets. You can click the tour link and enjoy. Hey, Big Grande fans, listen up. Your favorite improv group uh, group is back for season two of Big Grande's Teacher's Lounge. Join Big Grande for more behind-the-scenes look at goings-on at Hamilton High School. Don't miss the second season of the show. Fans called one of the funniest miniseries released yet. And the second season features all-star guests, including friends of the show like Seth Morris, Laura Lapkus, Paul of Tompkins, and more. I'm talking about Big Grande. Find out more and hear an episode for free at stitcherpremium.com slash teacher. That is stitcherpremium.com slash teacher to learn more about Big Grande. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Episode 2017. Wrong. 2012. 2017 is where we live. That's, that's the, the year, year that we're, uh, that's the last year on Earth. 2012 is where <laughs> uh, you wish we were. Question for you, Eliza Skinner, about the shirt you're wearing. Me. Is that ink as heavy as it appears? <laughs> it looks like it's a, it's a heavy ink. No, it's pretty light. The noise, but I, the but noise I, it's making belies your statement. Yeah, I don't, I don't believe you for a second. No, seriously. I mean, you could, you could touch. I get what you're I, saying. I, I thought it was going to be like, like you know, like it, it folds. It doesn't, it doesn't move. Right. Right. Yeah, but again, the but sound. No. no it, how do I do this without? It's, it's like papery. You, you can go. Here, you tell me. You tell me. Well, you got to come. I, I, you're allowing this. Yeah. This, there's nothing special there. Can you pull the shirt out a little bit? Oh, uh, gosh. Uh, 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 oh, yeah. See? That's okay. All right. Now I have Get to in on that. This is so awkward. I, I did the best I could. It was like <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, now, touch this. Oh, no, that's going to be terrible because it it's out. like a free shirt. I'm going to, here, go ahead. Come on. Uh, no, that's too much. It's horrible. Yeah. And it's not even a big graphic, but just that amount. Yeah. That's the kind of shirt that when you take it off, it's like you've been sweating in, in, the, in that, only in that area. <laughs> Sign on me. Yeah. It's, uh, and I, the shirt itself is a, it's is a slim a, fit. That's good. It's a slim fit. It's a very soft shirt. It's First nice. time wearing it. Came in the mm-hmm. mail today. Put it right on for the show. Sure, maybe yeah. for a couple, after a couple washes, maybe that'll loosen up. I think this is a one and done for my frame because I think it's going to, uh, it's after one on it looks great now. Oh, you think it'll shrink? I think it's going to be a Danielle shirt mm-hmm. uh, after mm-hmm. one wash. Bummer. Yeah. Don't dry it. Luckily, I've washed shirts nine it. times before I wash them, so it's going to be fine. <laughs> what if I did filth about it? Uh, Eliza Skinner's our guest. Now, Eliza, you, I know you like, you're like you singing musicals. You're singing soundtracks. Oh, wait, hang on. Garen, give us a little bit of that. Uh, this is a love theme from St. Amos Fire with lyrics. Okay, okay. Now, was this on the soundtrack? I don't yeah. remember this. I love this soundtrack, too. This is a great soundtrack. Yeah. 
This, I saw this movie way too young. Did not understand what was happening in it. But neither did they. That's true. Yeah. So it's okay. You hear the vocals? Not great. It's, yeah, it's a little slightly. But it it's works. unnecessary. <laughs> oh, last goodbye. This is when the beat kicks lady, in. Lady. Who are these people? I don't know. I don't think you're hearing the same song we are. <laughs> are you dabbing? <laughs> was it? This is dabbing. This is just... I don't know what that Who is. Who is that, Garen? Okay, now that's where the uh, Hold on. Some of those 80s He's drums. He's in the zone. Let him enjoy the music. Yeah. This, this used to make me cry. A single tear rolls in down Garen's cheek. Yeah. <laughs> just driving my car, sadly. Weeping. Man in motion has gotten to me pretty hard. Oh, God, yeah. got to be a man in motion. Yeah. All you need is a pair of wheels. All you need is a pair of wheels. Saw John Parr and Carousel. Didn't meet him. Didn't talk to him. Do you know that we we do this? We used to do a thing a lot more on the show called Obvious Trivia, where you go, <laughs> you know, that song is actually. Do you know what that song's actually about, though? Which song? Man, uh, Man in Motion? Yeah, Man in Motion. Jerking off? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. Should be. Costas knew it too. That's what St. Elmo's Fire is. It's, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, uh, sorry, Matt. It's Amy Holland. Yeah. And Donnie Gerard. That's right. Mm. Of course. Old there Holland and Gerard. I want to say they were, uh, they, Donnie Gerard had an album on Atlantic Records, uh, which is probably why it landed on the soundtrack. I believe the soundtrack is okay. on Atlantic Records. Mm-hmm. Man, I love a soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah, I think I didn't know how to find music when I was a kid. So I would just find soundtracks and like. And they would tip you off as to what yeah. was cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, I remember the Pump Up the Volume soundtrack. That's a great oh, soundtrack. Yeah. Really tipped me yeah. off to some things. I was like, oh, this is what I like now. Mm-hmm. Singles, too. Uh, I know, yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't. Oh, come on. Wait, the. the um, didn't that have the. Um, I'm going hungry. Yeah. Well, we love that song. Yeah, we love that song. I'm hungry. Yeah. I don't mind. Steal bread from the mouths of decadence. Why am I not in that band? <laughs> uh, you they, can be. They just, oh they my just gosh. again. Thank you. They did reunite for a, a tour. You can make it happen, right? Oh, he's in the he's in the business. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, I love. Uh, are you going to tell her at least? Oh, what, uh, oh yeah, John yeah. Parr. That song was written before that movie, I think, and it was, it was about a guy in a wheelchair um, oh. who runs a who oh, like, the one that his in dad a helps him. Not that guy, but oh. a similar type okay. situation where yeah, a guy does a marathon in his wheelchair. Mm-hmm. All I need is a pair of wheels. Once you know the uh, what, what that song's yeah. about, it's not that cool anymore. No, it kind of ruins it. It kind of ruins it. Cause I, assist- I know that's yeah, a strange thing to say. I thought that it was about like trying to figure out how to be an adult yeah. after you graduate from college. That's what I thought, too. I also mm-hmm. thought he was well, saying... Mean, a pair of we- yeah. Wings. I thought it was yeah, wings. I thought it was yeah. wings, yeah. Exactly. St. Elmo's Fire! I kind of wish he had rewritten it for the movie so that it wasn't so like mm. weirdly incongruous. Like uh, Everybody's Talking? Uh, what's that? Uh, Nelson. Yeah, everybody's From talking. Cowboy. And oh, oh, yeah. What was the everybody's other song? Did they rewrite that for the there, movie? There was another. There was a song of his that they wanted to use, and then instead they had him just write one that sounded just like it. Oh, oh I don't know funny. that. Oh, now it's, I'm blanking on it. Was it Ghostbusters? Yeah. No, it was I want a new drug. <laughs> oh, that's fast. That's a fast answer. Yeah. And I like a soundtrack. I know. Um, you know. Well, that Ghostbusters one stinks. 
Ooh. What else is on it? Yeah, other than yeah, I think the Bus Boys are on there. Yeah, but the but oh, what was the what was the theme from Ghostbusters too though? We like that one. Oh, that's the Bobby, Bobby Brown. Brown. Yeah, Bobby. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I guess we're gonna have to take control. Gotta, gotta, gotta take control. Gotta, gotta take control. <laughs> this is the second uh, two episode weeks in a row Bobby that Bobby Brown has a sing-along. Yeah. Uh, and then, it, and then that, that guy had the worst raps. You're a rap battle writer. His raps were the worst written raps well, ever. Well, that was an era of rap where they could be really bad. Yeah. It was just like, I'm saying some things and I'm shouting it out. <laughs> <laughs> like he, now I did it. That was what's about. He like had so much confidence with but mm-hmm. he's had he was every time yeah, he, he rapped no, it was embarrassing it, it was no uh adam's family groove <laughs> right <laughs> like that song too in a weird they way they say what they wanted to do uh by the way bobby brown is allowed to rap like that why he's bobby brown it's his prerogative, it's his prerogative. <laughs> <laughs> and i don't appreciate you guys uh bad mouthing him in fact i will ask you to please i know that as a britney song did he do one now wait a minute oh. character's bad. <laughs> In that, in that rap, in that song, he says, forgot about Vigo, the master of evil. Try to battle my boys. That's not legal. Now, that is a reference to the villain in the movie. Yeah. Yep. So my question to you, Jimmy, to bring it back to what we were going to talk about. Is, does that make no. Ghostbusters 2 a musical? <laughs> because no. the, the lyrics... No, it does no. not. No, it no. does well, let's not. Get into, if let's he had get into sung it in... It, 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 well, the he, song is in the movie. But he did, but no one performed it. And then he's a bellboy. Or a, what do they call him? The, the, he's at the hotel. and Bellhop. He takes, bellhop yeah. Yeah. If he had performed it, it would be a musical. Okay. Let me ask you a question. Or at least have a musical. This is moment. the topic. You love musicals, right? I do. Oh, your favorite is what? Probably Into the Woods. Thank you for your time. Oh, not the right answer? What's your second favorite? Starlight Express. Oh, what the wow. fuck? Are you, you're literally going out of your way to get me mad. Is that really your second rate? You said that for humor. I have a very close relationship with Starlet Express. Did you interview it? No, it was one of the first, it was one of the first musicals I saw, and I was just yeah. like, uh, yeah, roller skating, um, <laughs> trains that are trying to decide who fucks. Um, yeah, this is definitely my thing. A cool, cool grease ball. There's, there, there's like a greaser character. I don't know how to respond to this. Nobody's ever said this ever. <laughs> that what was w- without saying say? it for humor. What's weird is that. Starlight Express. I think that was almost my first Broadway musical because my, my parents brought my sister and I to the city and uh, they got tickets to Cats. And it was like, I think it was like if we didn't get tickets to Cats, we were going to go to Starlight yeah, Express. Andrew Lloyd Webber's uh, pets or Andrew Lloyd <laughs> right. Webber's toys. By the way, those were the you would have been better off with Starlight Express. While it's horrible, it's better than Cats. But as a kid, I loved Cats. I mean, I, I didn't. Lo- I, I think I I loved the experience of going. Do to Do you see remember it, sure. which cat you liked best? <laughs> well, Mr. Mustafa. Mr. Mustafa. He's, oh. he's magical. <laughs> I don't really know. That's the only one I remember. Which one's your favorite? Rum Tum Tugger. Of course, it's Rum Tum Tugger. <laughs> yeah. He's cool. Yeah, I disagree, <laughs> he no. likes to sleep in drawers. Sometimes he wants to go in, but then he just wants to come back. Rum Tum Tugger. Rum Tum Tugger. All right. So wait. What's third? Terrence Mann. Terrence Mann, the original. Let's keep going. What were you saying? What's your third favorite then? Uh, Eventually, you and I will agree on one. Now, I know that from listening to uh, the room, our sister show, The Room Where It's Happening, you have not seen Hamilton, but oh, you've listened to it. Yes. Are, am I supposed to say Hamilton? No, you can say whatever you want. But uh, what is it, So how do you rank assassins that? Assassins might go up there. Please. Boy, who else just said yeah, Assassins? Yeah, a lot of people say that. Oh, um, John uh, John Hamm said Assassins. Mm. Yes. He was right. in it. Me and John Hamm are like, <laughs> we're like we <laughs> think the same. Not, right? we're, no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> You know you're not. <laughs> uh, he specifically said. I was in it too. Who did no, but, he play? No, but there's someone else who was on the. Oh, it was Rachel Bloom. Rachel Bloom loves Assassins. That's her number Assassin's. one favorite. Yeah, that's her yeah. number one. Seems yeah. high. Mm-hmm. I've never seen it. It's one of the only. It's uh, one of the only ones that 
Stephen Sondheim says he feels like it's finished. He doesn't need to do more to it. Oh. But he said that right after he added another song to it. So I'm like, well, of course you say that now. <laughs> oh, right, because didn't they put another song in for like the London production? Or for the Broadway production. Oh, oh it, went, it was started it in London, and then it came to... Well, it started off-Broadway, okay. and it didn't get a Broadway production. It started off-Broadway in, like, mm, I guess the 80s, maybe late 70s? Mm-hmm. Must have been the 80s. And uh, then it finally got a Broadway production in the early 2000s. Hmm. Have you seen to see the trailer for the Willy Wonka musical? Oh no! No, you mean the Broadway one? I don't. The Broadway one was the, I don't the know guy that was in Smash. That. I forget his name. Is it Christopher something? I don't know. Uh, but the reviews already coming out mm-hmm. are atrocious. Yeah, atrocious. You know what Is else I like? I like I like musicals. Nobody else likes. Maybe I have very bad taste. Edwin Drood. Oh, the mystery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know who wrote the music for that? Give me the initials. I can't. I don't remember his name, but I can give you the other his other claim to fame. Yes. The uh, Pina Colada song, Escape. Oh, it's Rupert Holmes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Huh. He wrote a whole musical. Yeah. And it was Edwin Drood. I remember liking that musical. Pippin. Nah. I mean, no, Pina, like the, two good the Pina Colada song Pippin's is like, kind of like a miniature musical. It tells a whole story. It sure does. Know? Like, that should be. A, they should make a whole musical. That's like a jukebox musical ready to go. Mm-hmm. You just play that song over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a lot. For two and a half hours. If you like Pina Colada. And then well, it's like I an do ensemble. like Pina Coladas. <laughs> <laughs> I like getting caught in the rain. But, so each little thing, it's like different people. And it's just about trying to make those connections. You know what I'm yeah. talking about? Ooh, chorus line. Yeah. Jeez. I mean, it's too hard to pick. I know. There's so many, right? Yeah. You know what's funny? Speaking of that kind of... Come back up. Come back up, idiot. What's that new... What's that new musical that, like, it's like, uh, uh, it's like the subway, it's like train... I don't know what the... the Oh, the one we saw... Starlight Express? What? If then? No, 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 no. No, it's like an... It's it's about people, like, just intersecting lives in the New York subways or something like that. Um, Are you pitching a musical? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) No, this is a real thing. Do you know what I'm talking about? Kristen Strap Anderson hangers? Lopez wrote some of the music for it. You're not talking about, is it based off that Gwyneth Paltrow movie? No. Sliding Doors? Sliding Doors. Sliding doors. No, no, no. I would, call it, I would call it Strap Hangers, even though there's no straps. <laughs> or pole grippers. It's driving me crazy. Wow, that's going to sound... That sounds Seat like sitters. Look up Kristen Anderson <laughs> Lopez. Are, I, I, like, I like Strap... What was it? Strap? Strap Hangers. I do like that one. Okay. That's good. Jump the Turnstile. Is that what it's called? Jump the Turnstile. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, because people jump the turnstile mm-hmm. when they yeah. go to the mm-hmm. when they go to the train. We get it. <laughs> <laughs> Comprehension was not the problem. The me icing you wasn't enough. Garen had to jump. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my question for you, Eliza Skinner, somebody that loves musicals. Yeah. Uh, Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah, that's my top five. No there question about it. Sure. In transit. For sure. In, tra- in transit. In transit. Yeah, that was the thing. Like, last time I was in New York, that was just in this, every cab had the ad for it. And I was like, this looks like the biggest piece of shit ever. And apparently it's great. But the ad didn't do anything to convince me. It was so, and I, the fact that I had to hear it over and over again in the it's, cab was annoying. But. It's execution. Yeah. Any, any dumb idea. We we did a bit, we do a bit on uh, The Late Late Show called uh, Inappropriate Musicals, where it's supposed to be picking things that should never be musicals and making them into a musical and i inherited the bit it was created by a different guy who left and when i started doing it i was just like i always found it really challenging because i'm like anything can be a musical mm-hmm. i we could write a legit good musical with about any of these things yeah we did good fellas you could for sure have a good fellas musical sure. yeah. Yeah. Um, are those online yeah <laughs> You want, <laughs> you want to watch them now? No. Um, that's what's weird. Is like almost every idea for I a musical sounds like a bad idea for a musical, yeah. and then but then they're good. The uh, worst. My theory is the worse the movie is, the better the musical. I uh, best case uh, example. Um, 
Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah. That was originally a terrible B movie mm-hmm. with one of Jack Nicholson's first roles. I believe it was, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Some would argue the musical's not that great. What? Oh, I, don't, I don't really I like it either. That. Uh, that's a great movie. You don't like Alan Menken? Come on. You don't like a musical that makes you feel good? What's the matter with you? <laughs> It's got some horror in it. What's the matter with you? Man, just a mean green mother. Is this about space. to? I'm bad. Just, just warn me if this is about to turn into a rap battle because I feel like there's a lot of attitude. <laughs> it, it will from one side. <laughs> the other side will just stare off into space because oh, I don't know what to wait, do. Did you? Did you write? Did you work on that Riz Ahmed rap battle? That I was did not. No, I was out of town for that right. one. That was really fun. I like that one. Oh, really well, yourself. thanks. The other ones were good too. No, they're this all guy. good. What are we talking about? Uh, well, I just, about I just happened to see that one. I don't, I don't see a lot of them, but that one I saw and I liked. Who's that, Riz Khalif? No, no, he, no, Riz Ahmed, he, Riz MC. Yeah, he uh, that I, since I was out of town, my my spot for that one was taken by uh, Adam Farone. Rone is his rap name. He's like a big rap battle world oh, guy. Cool. So yeah. No, those are really fun. I enjoy watching those on the internet because I don't stay up late enough to watch them on television. Oh yeah, nobody does. That's the uh, all late night shows are just yeah, yeah YouTube just videos, <laughs> viral video factories. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, Riz Ahmed is the guy from The Night Of. I know what he's from. No, you don't. Are yes, you, I do. He was just are you upset car- with me because I said that you should like Little Shop of Horrors? <laughs> I, upset's not the right word, but <laughs> I'm not thrilled. When I was younger, just a bad little stop kid. Stop it, stop it. I'm one of those funny things that I did. Like shooting puppies with a BB gun. I'd poison guppies, and when I was done, dun, 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 dun. I'd find a pussycat and bash in its face. Dun, 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 dun. That's what my mama said. What did you say? She said, my boy, I think someday. You'll find a way. I loved it when it came out. But in, uh, as time's gone on, uh, uh, somewhere that's green—that's a great song. Suddenly Seymour. Suddenly Seymour. Suddenly That is a karaoke banger. Yeah, like what if oh, they yeah. didn't? I think that's the thing. What if they didn't sing every song like you just did it? <laughs> I feel like that's what the movie was like. Lift up your face, wash off your mascara. Here, take my hanky. What the lipstick away? See, now you love it because my beautiful voice. I don't disagree with that. And, <laughs> oh, and your rendition and your 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 uh, gestures. You just but singing the dentist song just reminded me like when I was a kid, I was deeply ashamed and embarrassed of enjoying musicals. Uh-huh. And so and I remember that song made like it it was like I don't know. Like it was like seeing, it was like watching a movie with boobs in it with your parents. That's what that song made me yeah, feel like. like, oh, like I'm, I'm so feeling feelings. If, no one noticed me. Like, I, I you like perfect. <laughs> <laughs> you weirdo. It, it just, oh, could you imagine? <laughs> be the worst. <laughs> but yeah, I just uh, like I, I liked it and hated myself for liking it at the exact same time, and I just didn't know what to do with those feelings. And uh, oof. it took me, it took me like half my life to get over that with musicals. It's like you know, what? it's okay to like musicals. You're allowed to. Yeah, there's That's lots how, of cool dudes in musicals. <laughs> Well, that's how deeply homophobic the environment I lived in was I, when I was a kid was. It was just a lot of hatred for anything that was it, like seemed gay. Me too. It took one of the it took one of the kids on the football team to be in the musical in order for people to stop calling us fags every time we walked down the hallway. What musical was it? Uh, fags are us. Oh, <laughs> no, I mean, I feel like there's no, other things at play then. Yeah, you know, they may have, they may have been presented to the show. Yeah, it was Bye Bye Birdie. But, oh, uh, you were in Bye Bye Birdie? Of course. Did who did you play? Well, I was uh, I'm, I was the young boy, Randolph McAfee. Oh, you I were? was a tiny little boy. Oh, I guess in that's true. You have such an attitude of uh, of uh, I feel like. I feel like you could play any of those parts. Oh, thank you for saying so. <laughs> but you, you think the, it's more uh, the of, Dick uh, Van Dyke part? You could do that. Um, and who? And the the dad, who, Bill Irwin, played that on Broadway, I believe. The father? Yeah, the kids. What's the matter with kids, kids today? today. Yeah, you, that, kids. You, you'd nail that part. Anything they say. Why can't they be like we were? Oh, that was Paul Lind. Yeah. And then the movie. Yeah. yeah. See? And also on Broadway, I want to say Paul Lind was also on Broadway. 
Enough. Watch the matter with kids today. I saw the Broadway production with uh, Mr. John Stimos in it. Who wow. did he play? <laughs> the Dick Van Dyke part. How was that? He was good. He listens, <laughs> keep in mind, he listens to the show and loves it. I love him. That's, so, up, that's up there with me seeing uh, uh, Rosie O'Donnell in Greece. For things that didn't need to happen. Was it a passionate performance? Because I know she cares a lot about that role. Oh, freak out! Freak out! All right, so here's my question about musicals. Oh, okay. gonna, this is here the we topic. Go. Lay it on me. Uh, this is going to hurt. Matt, why don't you... Word, oh, no. uh, I didn't even read the post. You read it to me. Oh God, is this something I did? Or? No, okay, no, no. This is about Elliot. This it's is about, about me our, our friend and Elliot. Elliot yeah. went to see Blue Man Group, and I guess is that sure. a musical? <laughs> oh, I really feel like defense. it's being presented unfairly. Well, there's music involved, but that's I would call it more performance art. Yes. So to that, but no, no, no there's another fa- facet to this. I'm not to it. Yet. Okay, go ahead. So he says that's his first musical. People, uh, Julie Dixon Jackson, who was uh, Philson for Government Time the Time, and was on oh. Broadway. Yes. Yep. Said. That's not really a musical. That's uh, and then very politely explained why. Elliot went and if you have and I'm and I'm not I'm I'm underestimating this. Forty five minutes to kill. <laughs> you could read his response on the internet. Oh wow! About how he did research on musicals. Oh, dear. I, this is totally being presented unfairly. How is it being? Because, because you're skipping. First of all, what am I skipping? I thought this started with the opera thing. Didn't it was it? with the opera thing. It, it didn't have anything to do because because Blue Man Group. I acknowledge the only reason why I put it is because the only thing I ever saw on Broadway, which Julie corrected me and says no, it was an off Broadway show. But yes. no, the, the premise. No, so it wasn't about that. It was about opera. Matt is correct. I thought it was about Blue Man Group, where you said. No. Uh, no. No, he was saying that opera is a subgenre of of musicals, and someone else said no, opera predates musicals, and it's two different things. But the, but the the actual but that the, wasn't the argument the, you the two pedantic, were having. The pedantic argument that we were having was that if you have a song that doesn't forward the story, then it's not it's no longer an American musical. So if you have like a jukebox musical with a bunch of different songs, obviously that isn't considered. Julie was saying that's no. not considered a musical. It's something different. Or if the song is just outside of the No, I would story disagree with song. that. I don't I would, think that's what Julie was saying. Well, she was saying if if it's a, I, if I it's, can't imagine someone involved in musicals would say it cuz usually the story the songs don't advance the story. They just kind of put a pin in different plot points. So you get to the you advance they, the story and then once you're there, you sing about the feelings of that, that moment that, yeah. and then you advance well, some more with dialogue and then you sing about All right. The so the, of the, the key word here was narrative. Mhm. So what you just described, do you think that that's narrative songs? Yes. N- oh, narrative I, th- I think it songs? is because you're explaining. You, because you're, the what, characters are singing about, about what's happening. Yeah, it's, a, right. it's a narrative with, with songs. I mean, and so I, the argument that I made was that there are songs that do actually advance the plot in some musicals. And they're very yeah. similar to recitative and opera, where because an opera is all music and you still have to get the story going, people are singing what's happening. It's still a song, but it's not like a popular song. Some musicals do that too. This isn't yeah, they as have fun as I thought it was going to be at all. This isn't nearly as much. <laughs> there I there thought- are moments that there's some some musicals have moments of that, especially if it's a, like a, 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 a like a rock opera right. um, or Hamilton. You know, it's some, yeah, exactly. if anything that's sung Everything through has sung to have that. plot in the music. But, but there are even some that have like like montage songs, stuff like mm-hmm. that. That would be like, well, the the story is still advancing, but it's but not. Basically, you can't have complex plot within or, or substantial plot right. within a song because people won't hear it they'll so, miss it because they're yeah, just like right. grooving like there's <laughs> people don't really know what the lyrics to most songs are or think about what they're about yeah. my my favorite example of that not from a musical um what a fool believes 
by the Doobie, Doobie Brothers. Brothers. I think that is like such a specifically specific emotion and story, and it, it's so interesting. And most people don't know what is going on in that song. Yeah. I certainly don't. Enlighten Matt then. Uh, it's wow. it's about a guy who thinks that he had a relationship with this woman, mm-hmm. and she doesn't. She hardly even remembers like knowing him. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're just kind of like meeting up for I don't know coffee, and she's like, "Well, this was fun." And for him, it's like this whole big moment, yeah. um, and it's just, which I find super sad. It's very sad, yeah. <laughs> but I, but also beliefs. find very familiar. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's kind of been in some version of that situation. Every thirteen like, year old should hear that song. Yeah, yeah. As he rises really to her <laughs> yeah, apology, maybe. any other fool would surely know he's watching her go. Like he, what a fool, fool believe they he believes they had this whole thing. What a fool believes. Uh, all right, I can I can now solve this conversation because we can end it too. We can uh, end it. Sorry, you would like to solve the puzzle? <laughs> I will. I will solve the puzzle. Uh, damn, who's the host? Pat. Pat. Pat I will Pat, solve the Pat, puzzle. Pat's a Jack. Yeah, Pat's a Jack. Um, the problem happened in my interpretation of the word narrative. Because I interpret it as forwarding story. And that doesn't necessarily have to happen in a song that's in a musical. It can just Correct. be about a moment. Which I actually said essentially the same thing that Eliza just said. But I was taking the position that, therefore, that's not narrative. Yeah, and but so you that know may be you wrong. said it in a lot more words. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Are you still typing your answer? Because it, it went on. Well, like that entire five-hour flight from back from Philly, <laughs> after I watched Axel Ridge, the rest of the time was reading your response. Jimmy just like, he turned his iPad towards me, and he was just like, look at this. And then he flicked his finger about seven well, times to in, show the in, whole thing. In my defense, I felt like the, the door had been opened because there were a couple of our, our fans who said, oh, good, a pedantic argument between Julie Dixon Jackson and Elliot. Let's see what happens. So you thought you would deliver? <laughs> look, give the people what they want, right? Yeah. They get enough of that. The 10,000 Maniacs said it first and said it best. Hey, give them what they want. But when they said it, was it? Hey, hey, hey. I love how completely unintelligible (laughs) most of Natalie Merchant's singing is. She's like a pixie. She went solo. I know. Failed. I just I was I was just doing one of her solo songs. Oh, not initially. Initial. Oh God. All right. She's done with that water, guys. She's done with the water. Life's done. Um, Sorry. Well, but 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 jukebox musicals like Mamma Mia, they try to retrofit the songs into the story. I would I would mm-hmm. argue like they, they're trying to match what the songs are about to what the which story by the way is which, which and I, to that end I will say the song uh, ah shit. Take a chance on me. Mm-hmm. I don't think I ever really enjoyed that song by ABBA as much as I did when I finally saw it in the musical form, mm-hmm. where it was like somebody saying, "Yeah, hey, that's, take that's, a chance on that's me." That's a great moment. Yeah. yeah, it's a neat moment in that musical that maybe you'll go, "Hey, I like that song more than I did before." What's weird? Well, I saw that that musical uh, and did not was not very familiar with ABBA music at that point in my life. Um, so it was very strange that as they were leading up to each song, they, you know, they kind of like sprinkle in some clues as to what song, mm-hmm. like, like for that one, it would have been like, like, well, okay. I mean, you know, if I change your mind <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the crowd is like, yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Why did we care? I, I hope they change your mind. What? I don't know. Uh, and that was very trippy. <laughs> just, did you enjoy it though? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was fun. It's, it a, was, fun, it's a fun yeah. show. Yeah. Did you see it on stage? Yeah, I saw it on stage. Oh. It's a fun. You know what I mean by that? I just saw the movie, and the movie was 
so well, bad. that's because they don't. They, when they make movie musicals, they cast movie stars. They I don't know, cast. They so, have Pierce Brosnan without a shirt on, though. Ooh. He's out on that wharf. Oh, pause it and slow it down. That's you know right. <laughs> I, I asked him to. I was in the movie theater. I said, "Right here, sir." Yeah, come on. This is my stop. Ding I ding. Was, I was alone in the movie theater. <laughs> I, don't, I think I that was. Pool scene in Mrs. Oh, Doubtfire. That's another one. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, he's wonderful. Yeah. What do you, oh my God, what do you, you can't be mad at him. You want to be, but you can't be. Right? He's so beautiful. Remember what I? I think I talked about on the show when he came on Conan, and he was backstage. It's like even yes. uh, even the men were like, we can't take our eyes off this fucking mm-hmm. guy. Like he is a star. Yeah, yeah. it's weird. Sometimes it, it's like they emit light. Yeah, like that's why they called him that. Yep. Yeah. He had, boy, does he have it? Yeah. And as a reminder, when I saw Matt Dillon at Barnes & Noble, holy shit, did he have it. Oh, yeah? Like five years ago. Wow. Maybe ten now. I right? bet. That was early on in this show. Yeah. But I was like, who is that guy? Then he made, then he turned just enough for me to go, oh, shit, it's Matt Dillon. Mm-hmm. I think it's skin products. I think they have access to products the rest of us don't. You think so? Yeah. That would explain a lot. Yeah. Do you think those are the products you get to the high-end hotels that you've never heard of that soap before? <laughs> and they mm-hmm. supply it to you? Oh, no. Hotel stuff, that's garbage. I disagree. High-end? I, I used I, to work in high-end hotels. I collect them. Oh, no. no. I don't do any of that. No. You're part Where did of the you hustle. work? I worked at the Royalton and at Hudson in New York. They were They were... I stayed at the Hudson. Uh, oh, what a play. Uh, terrible. Did I stay at the Hudson? Is there a theater it, connected to it? No, there's a Hudson Theater, but that's a different I place. I performed there. Never mind. Ah, there you go. <laughs> no, the Hudson Hotel, they have little tiny rooms. It was a hotel chain, the Mondrian here. Mm-hmm. Same hotel chain. Mm-hmm. Okay, Sky Bar. It's been Sky Bar. Has been. Oh, yeah. But anyway, we had, um, it, w- it was like very popular at the time, and we had uh, in house. Cos- not cosmetics, uh, shampoo, conditioner, lotion, mm-hmm. stuff. and people would be like, "Yeah, we would like to. Can you get us a larger size of that? We want to be able to buy it and take it home." And we're like, "Sure, sure," and go back and be like, "That's awful. It's awful stuff. <laughs> why is, like, we why, know why that was it's it awful? incredibly cheap because they they're not going to spend a lot of money on that stuff. They, half people don't use them. Have it gets thrown away. Mm-hmm. It's just like whatever. It's it's Crisco, you know, with uh, <laughs> perfume in it." <laughs> Wow. Sorry, but that's the big secret. Big secret is... Uh, Skip so the hotel soaps. What if they give you a pert? Then they're being honest with you. Yeah. You know what you're getting. Perfect. Can I get pert plus? Mm-mm. No. What about Not just you. the shampoo? Jehovah. No <laughs> to quote uh, Dice Clay off his uh, second album. Before. I go and I buy Jehovah. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Or you want to give me pert? <laughs> Is that from Blues Brothers? <laughs> <laughs> he does a whole bit about buying shampoo. It's on that uh, The Day the Laughter Died album where he, right. he's bombing miserably. <laughs> uh, he's doing a whole bit about buying shampoo. That's, it's, that's it. But what, I've never even heard of Jehovah. 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 You've seen it. You've seen it every time you go and look at the shampoos. Okay. I don't know. Don't pay attention. It's not bad shampoo. It's fine. All right. Or maybe you want perfect. <laughs> it's my dice claim impression. What? Uh, just before we got too far away from it, I wanted oh, to. I wanted to. No, I want to say we, this. We were. I know. Officially I ha- far away from it. I have to say this, though. You can't say anything. I have to say this. No, you don't. I never no, said. No, you don't. I'm ne- not listening to it. I never said. I never. All of you. Everybody had I never. I never said that Julie said that a jukebox musical was one that didn't have narrative songs. That was my interpretation. I just had to say that because I didn't want anybody to think that she actually wrote that or said that. And I just, I just had to say that. I apologize. You, you're right. You should have said that. You're right. That, that was something you should have said. My apologies. Uh, Apology accepted. Oh, Jimmy. Jimmy. Jimmy, be careful. No, that's not how those These work. aren't going in, guys. No, well, you I don't think that's how that works. Stick them right in. 
<laughs> you almost we, got it that time. And you don't really need him, actually, if, you, if you're having trouble. He's feeding himself these days. <laughs> <laughs> what is he feeding himself, though? Uh, he, we give him, we sprinkle some Cheerios on the plate. Boy, she's is that what he likes? She's takes some hours. That <laughs> so, uh, are you go now that the tickets for Hamilton in LA are going on sale? Are you going to go to see Hamilton? Are you going to try? I'm going to try. You're going to yeah. find your way. Yeah. You yeah. Should, I mean, you should. I know. Obviously. I know. I'd like to. Um, yeah, but I will say going, seeing Seeing shows in New York while it was on. It's so great. It's easy, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Mm-hmm. Get tickets to other stuff. Right. So I really. I know. I want to go back. I want to. I really want to see Dear Evan Hansen. And, yeah, I would uh, like to see that. I don't one. know when I'm going to be back there. You should go I, see Finding Neverland. It's fantastic. You're not. That's that, that just. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Is it still in Broadway? Because it was just here. Or it was here. The touring version was here. Yeah. And uh, I want them to now come back with the uh, the, the apology tour. Ooh, you know what else I like? <laughs> Hedwig. Oh my God! Love it. Yeah. We both just saw for the first time last fall when it was Ooh. in LA, and uh, I, I only went because he was like, "Whether you like it or not, yeah, it's so good." Hedwig. I saw it three times in ten days. I loved it. I couldn't get enough of it. I saw the original production really? off Broadway at the Jane Street Theater with uh, the guy who wrote yeah. it. Yeah, what's his name? Oh no, I'm blanking. Name. Three I'm names. Blanking too. He's one of those three name fellas. Mm. People are listening to this. And f- uh, James yelling. Edward Olmos. <laughs> yep, that's what it is. Edward James Olmos. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. This guy is James Edward Olmos. <laughs> different guy. It's very confusing. But still, Hispanic. Yeah. Yeah. John Cameron Mitchell. Right. Yeah, thank you. Um, I love the soundtrack with uh, Neil uh, Patrick Harris, who also has three names. Oh, yeah, it's true. He's, All that he's is great. true. And our friend Anthony Rapp did it uh, in on tour. Hmm, he did interesting. a couple. He did, I know uh. for sure in Pittsburgh and maybe in Toronto. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe. You know who else played Hedwig? Ali Sheedy. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, interesting. I would have liked yeah. to have seen that. I saw a lady choice, do it here in uh, in uh, the uh, the young lady who plays the other role. Who's I can't pull the character's name. Help me. Oh, the the dude. The, the husband. Dude. The little mustache. Yeah. What's his name? I don't remember. Shit. Hear me it's out. It's not Tommy Noses. Edward James almost. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> it's not Tommy Noses. The other way. They, uh, anyway, she played. It's Hedwig? like what the hell? It's is like it? a Russian name or something. It's or uh, isn't it German? I think German would make more sense. Lars. What the hell? Garen, you're looking it up. Yeah. But, two oh, two people on the show. Two two characters. Is it Yitzhak? Yitzhak. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and wh- and who did I see do it here at the uh, Lena Hall? Yeah, Lena Hall. Yeah, she did it, and she was. Uh, it was great. Mm-hmm. It was great. That was one of the versions I saw, and I, that's why I saw it a third time. It's like I have to see it with her now doing the mm-hmm. lead role. Mm-hmm. I saw it with the, who is it? What's the kid's name that I saw? Darren Chris. Darren Chris. Yeah. Oh yeah. He was, was great. Yeah, from Glee. Yeah, he was Glee. great. Mm-hmm. Yep. Great. That's a, now that's a show where I did not understand most of the words really? live. Yeah, because the, I don't know if you've experienced this. The Pantages sound is horrible, muddy. Mm, yeah, and I was in the back and I was just like, I don't really. But I still enjoyed it a lot. Like, I mean, obviously, there's the songs. As you get deeper into it, the songs are a little more like, uh, you know, clear. But the first two, I was just like, I don't know what the hell's being said here, but I like it. Sounds cool. They cut my favorite song from it from the movie version. The look what you've done, you gigolo. I haven't seen the movie. That's not in the movie? Mm-mm. I've never seen the movie. Oh. Uh, it's pretty good. Why would they cut that song? That, no, no, no. It's, they always cut, it's kind of an important song. They always song. cut a song, and everybody's like, no, you couldn't cut that one. Right. Into the woods. Yeah. They cut the no, best song. Yeah, no more questions. No more questions. Yeah. To, poor old James Corden didn't get his, his big song. How in God's name do you cut that song from Into the Woods? How? 
I it's guess the only song I like in the whole fucking show. I was about show. to say, I guess you don't care about m- adult men relating to it because that's what that song is. It's how do you be a father? Right? How do you like? Yeah, like it's to me the most important. Nah. Of course it is to you. This that's your song. They cut it. Did they shoot it? Do we know they, if they even? I don't. Know, they, I, d- they I don't it. think they did because they didn't cast anyone for, to play the father. Right. So he it would have just been, you know. You know what I say to you? you yes. been, no more questions. <laughs> He could have sung it to an empty chair like uh, Clint Eastwood style. Oh, <laughs> they disappoint. They, <laughs> Man, they don't. Does a great version of that. Who? Manny Patinkin. Oh, I'm sure. On his, his little voice. <laughs> so That's, delicate. Leave him alone. Leave him alone. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. It's my hero. No, I know. Once he made a hat, I was I was in love forever. He finished it. Yeah, I know. Finishing a hat. I saw Where it. there never was a hat before. That's, it is amazing. That's literally a line. And we're all okay with it. We're no, all okay with but it. But it's true. Have it's you seen great. the Jake Gyllenhaal, the clip of him online? No. Oh. What? When you leave here. Okay. You go home and you do not stop it. Go. You okay. do not collect $200. You should probably use your phone to do this. Nope. Doesn't even have yeah, to get I home. Look at it on a television or a large computer screen. Okay. Or put headphones on and watch it on your screen. Okay. On your phone. What's, what and, is it? And look up him sunning the Parker George with Jake. Uh, did his, he, did the, he do it? He, he just finished doing it on Broadway. What? I didn't know he was in it. And yeah. you, I'm begging you to watch Beard it. Beard and everything. And this Man. was like, a, this was like a, they'd shot this, I think, kind of as a promo for the the mm-hmm. show and so it's just him coming down the catwalk it would, yeah, like you watch it okay and report back to me immediately i have the if uh, you can through the tears in your eyes uh, as you're typing i have the uh the dvd of the uh great performances production or, or filming of the the original cast of that one it was on pbs mm-hmm. yes yeah, yeah. Burn it with that was a great sweet, series we bernadette did those those uh sondheim great performances yeah. that uh-huh. into the, um also uh uh Sweeney Todd. Oh, yeah. I remember watching that as a kid and being like, it's spooky. Angela Lansbury. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like Petty Lapone's version. I thought Petty Lapone mm. was great in that. Mm. Great. You remember that? Mm. I saw... Very good. What's his name? <laughs> Frazier do, uh, do Sweeney Todd. I'm out. Ooh. No, he's good. Kelsey Grammer? Kelsey we both Grammer. Have the you, know who, you know who I want to see, who I think would be amazing at it? Give us the initials. Who? V.D. <laughs> <laughs> Comedian Vic Dunlop? Venereal disease. Vincent D'Onofrio. Oh, oh that'd be interesting. He would, huh. he would murder Sweeney Todd. We don't even he know if he can murder, sing. He, he, well, he's in a band. He does mostly like spoken word so kind Pro. of stuff. Over, <laughs> I don't. I. I've, So's Miles from Mars, whatever the hell that guy is. I bet he could. I bet he could. Uh, he went to theater school. He probably had to do, you know, so she loves I. me or something. I and can't sing. Did, come on, you did uh, Bye Bye Birdie. The the, the kid role, the non singing kid role. Uh, I think I think he's got it in him. That's interesting. They, they interesting. let they let Johnny Depp do it. Yeah. Johnny Depp. I know. We are American House. What happened? We all. What happened? We hung on too long, you know? We believed in him. He's coming back strong. He's coming back with a new movie. Another Pirates. Good good to have that. Retread that again, Dunce. He, he, him, his character on 21 Jump Street was like the coolest jump. dude. Like, that's who I wanted to be. Yeah, and he just like fell into it. Yeah. You know? He was like, he really, he was a musician. And just like. <laughs> he just fell into I, police I, work. I, no, I do think, no, I mean him. In, <laughs> oh, in, in oh Johnny Depp, yeah, yeah. I feel yeah, like there was a story right. about him. It, like one of those stories was like, oh, I just gave my friend a ride to an audition. Yeah. And they ran outside and were like, you, 
you're the hottest one in the world. You get this There's part. Zero fucking chance. That's true. <laughs> like, that is the stupidest. <laughs> but thing. you know that he yes. had this dirt. There's, yeah, no, that's so his, totally his like. That's totally his vibe. Is like I didn't even mean to do yeah. this. I just turned out to be the biggest movie star. Mm-hmm. He was good. He's great. And, uh, he is great. A- Donnie Brass. Great actor. He's great. Yeah. yeah, for a long time. Handsome man. Great. That was one of my very first tweets was uh, our kids will never understand. There was a time we thought Johnny Depp was a great actor. One of my very, very first tweets. Yeah. I hope you framed that one. I put it up like a dollar in the yeah. first buck I made at the establishment. Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. yeah. That was, yeah, I, I, I liked him in Edward Scissorhands. I did not. Really? I didn't like that movie. I didn't like it. Weird. Oh, I didn't so, like it. So you tapped out of... Tim Burton, one movie before the rest of us did. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> but then I came back strong with Planet of the Apes. Uh, much okay. to my disappointment. All right. You, wait, so back or not? I came back. Oh, you were like, this is going to be great, and then and, it was not. Oh, it was the I worst. can't. I wish I could remember. Like, the stupidest thing that I've ever been proud of is I had one really good heckle at the end of that movie when I saw it in the movie theater. Like, I, I, oh, well, I had to watch it, it again. I know, and the whole theater broke up. And I don't <laughs> oh, remember what it was. And I'm like, and I Damn. feel like that's that's the comedy high I've been chasing <laughs> since then. I would have been both. I would have been mad at you because I I would want I wanted just. To leave in silence and pretend it never happened it was right at the end so everybody was all on board before you had started doing comedy yeah so it really like it, it really, really did have an effect on you you're like dragon, I, yeah. I wanna yep. I wanna what do this what was it I, I have to know. know now I must know I now I'll, I'll, I'll watch it, and if I remember, I'll let you know. <laughs> I'm trying to collapse oh, myself. I'm trying so to collapse excited. into my own ribcage. Well, I guess, yeah, you know where it is. So you don't have to watch the whole movie. Just watch the last, like, 20 Well, minutes. but I feel like I need to get in the emotional I state. <laughs> I really do, sure. too. That, yeah. uh, you know. Could you imagine um, watching but, that again? But no. boy, <laughs> Beetlejuice. Am I right? Love it. That's another one that Great made work. me uncomfortable when they're singing the, you know, dancing on the table, well, that singing that song. Bearable. That made me cringe because, like, I was like, I hate it and I love it, and I hate, mm. like it's like you know, like they're pulling, an, they're, they're pulling an old song, but they're just doing it's like campy and. Uh, Watch it now, though. It's really, rough. That's a rough scene. I believe it. I believe it. But I did love that movie. <laughs> me too. Stop and it. I loved the first Batman. If, we're, if I'm going to be honest, I want you to be honest. I'm looking for out of you. <laughs> How many Batman did he do? I think just the first two, right? Yeah, that one in yeah. Batman Returns. Which I like that second weird one. It is super weird. The one with the penguin? Yeah, yeah, and the and Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer, yeah. Hmm. I liked her Catwoman. I didn't dislike it. I, I mean, it has, it it has not been topped because they've done nothing but <laughs> terrible things with that character ever since then. Yeah. You know, I... I feel like we need a we need a woman to direct a Catwoman. I think that's movie. a good call. Or we could just never do another one. <laughs> well, yeah, but I, I just, and, I, and I feel like it, it'll never happen because it, it's too meaningful to men as like, as like a sexy character. That's the problem. It's 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 rooted in this weird like sexy like it's got to like have that but stuff. In but it. just like Batman, there's so much madness and anger and weirdness mm-hmm. that's like really rich and jewel heist. And they don't really <laughs> do anything. Like that. Yeah, just but by nature, it's sexy. Yeah, but to manipulate people, she's completely insane. <laughs> what do you want, Penny cool. Marshall? <laughs> to direct it? No, I don't wow. know. Uh, Ava DuVernay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> they should do it like one of those classic heist movies where like the, the really cool heist stuff is all happening, except now you just layer on yeah. the Catwoman character. So you have that cool sort of 70s-ish, 60s, 70s-ish vibe of, of going into some place and taking stuff. I always liked all the tricks and things they did. Yeah. Yeah. I'm down with that. Yeah. Eliza's. Uh, I know the instinct is, so to, is to ice this. But. No, no, no. I'm I want, down the climb. I, I want to. I want to like Christopher Nolan style. 
but a yeah, woman like, like just getting into like let, let's let's see her ugly you know right so penny marshall <laughs> Penny can get that grit. I know Penny's work. All right, we got to go. Garen's got to go back to work. Okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. Garen, what, how much time do they give you for this? You should have left already. How does it work? I come in really early. Yeah. And then I stay like what my normal shift would be. I see. Well, all right, so you're okay. Yeah. All right, well, let's end anyway because we have to end. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, wait, I got sad at the end. The, especially the way that the tiny little voice does it. Okay. Right. Uh, so your show home. premieres maybe in September. Yeah. You saw on the James Corden show. No. Oh. Oh, you left that to go do your own show. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. He's producing it. He is. Yeah, he's executive producing it. Um, he likes to sing in cars, doesn't he? He does. Who doesn't? Come on, that's why America loves it. We're like, what? That's just like me. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't even one of those bits, but the but when Steph Curry broke out into that, I don't know if you saw that. Uh, I saw references to it. Yeah, uh, Steph Curry from the Golden State Warriors sang some Frozen uh, with James Gordon, and it was utterly endearing. It was good stuff. It was amazing, yeah. Because you know the uh, "Love Is an Open Door," you know that song from Frozen. Mm-hmm. Love is an open door. And he did the part that I, is my favorite part. Uh, um, and you. And when you know the uh, each other's sandwiches. sandwiches. That's what I was Yeah, our mental synchronization. He did the robot. Like, cause remember in that part in the movie, they're like in a clock tower and they pop out almost like a cuckoo clock. Yeah, yeah, and they're yeah. Like our mental synchronization. And he did the hand gestures. I was like, this guy's the best. You liked him, MVP. Yeah. You want to make somebody <laughs> likable? You either have them own up to whatever is the, whatever mistake they made or like Bobby C. They did. Yeah, get mm. in front of it, or you stick him in a car with James <laughs> Corden and make him sing. Easy enough. You're gonna make them likable. America loves it. Mm-hmm. It's its own show now, right? Yeah, it will be. Yeah, it will be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's already been taped, but yeah, uh, for Apple Music. Oh, hmm. interesting. Yeah, I guess that's going to be a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Another place. <laughs> Another place to get stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, Eliza, for joining us. Thank you for having me. Of course. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> that's it for us. On behalf of the Pop Culture Priest, that's Garen Cockrell. Hello, Garen. Give him a little nod. Sure. <laughs> There he is over there. Okay. Oh, can yeah. I plug something? No. Oh, God. Well, we can do plugs in the break, but you should mention it now, too. But just know that when you're saying it now, they will have already heard it in the break. Oh, okay. Well, then great. Never mind. No, no. Say it again, though. Just to remind them. Um, I've got a podcast called Angry Little Goats. You know, you can listen to that, too. Who's that? Wait, I know there's another. There's will Weldon. Will Weldon. Thank you. On behalf of the Bible Culture Beef. <laughs> Looking over there, pedantically staring. Thinking about a long-winded way to say goodbye. That's Elliot Hopper. It's not your map on that. She is the host of There Might Be Goats. <laughs> that's not. Tiny little goats. That's not it either. Angry little goats. Hey, look, there's a goat. Nope. Hey, shave that goatee. Mm, no. Is it Goatier? They had a big hit. Mm. Somebody, it's somebody that I used to goat. Just somebody <laughs> that I used to goat. I'm Jimmy Parlos. You know, I'm on the podcast. AK-47, go on, never forgotten. If you enjoy Never Not Funny, why not sign up for the Players Club? You get full video of every episode and an extra show every week when you become a member. Sign up now at podcast.com. Here 
This has been an Earwolf production. Executive producers Jimmy Pardo, Matt Belknap, Scott Ackerman, Adam Sachs, and Chris Bannon. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. Support for today's show comes from Generation Tux. Generation Tux lets you get retail quality suit and tuxedo rentals delivered right to your door for as little as $129. Simply measure yourself at home with Generation Tux's simple tutorials, and they'll take care of the rest. If you need help, Generation Tux's highly trained customer service group is available. Just go to generationtux.com and enter the code PARDO at checkout to save 20% on a complete look that includes a suit or tux, shirt, vest, or cummerbund, and shoes. Hey, so uh, it's Sean and Hayes from Hollywood Handbook. Uh, we just want to apologize for... Whatever you just listened to, I think we can all agree okay. that sucked. It sucked. It sucked. It was terrible. It wasn't a good podcast. So if you want to listen to a podcast where you're laughing, having fun with and two it's of your actually best friends... Smart. And it shows it's actually smart. And because it's smart. one of the things that what you just listened to, not only did it suck, it was stupid. Stupid for babies. A grown-up smart podcast that's funny that keeps you awake is a show called Hollywood Handbook. It's hosted by your two best friends, Sean and Hayes, and we are your friends in real life. Yes. Unlike the people that did this show that you just listened to. They're just doing it so yes. you'll like – They don't yeah. want to be your friends, and we already are. Yeah. So um, don't listen to the sucky show that you have. Do the new show. We're doing it. It's Hayes and Sean, Hollywood Handbook, and find it on Earwolf or something.